0: It is Tuesday, January 26th. The MCU has taken over this show and we are running with it. We got a jam-packed episode today with the review of Thor and WandaVision Episode 3. Plus our very first in-episode guest from a podcast that in part inspired this podcast. This is Mostly Superheroes. Welcome to Mostly Superheroes, a TV and film podcast and web series where we talk mostly superheroes, but also anything else worth watching. We review, we rate, we sometimes debate. I'm your host, Logan, joined by always PC Mike and the Giggler. PC Mike, how you doing? I'm doing great. It's
1: going to be a great show. It's a little different. I'm excited to see what our guest is going to bring today.
0: So I'm ready to get it going, man. Yeah, it's going to be like the first time we have anyone else involved, so I'm excited. <laughs> Giggler, how you doing? What's new?
2: Sorry, I had to un- have problems with unmuting, but
0: uh, <laughs> happy got, to be here. You got some clicks coming in, like a machine gun. Sounds like you're... Yeah.
2: All right, I got it now. Sorry.
0: Great intro, uh, Giggler. Great intro. This is fixed.
2: <laughs> uh, it's all all downhill from here. Uh, but I'm excited. Let's let let let's do
0: this. Please God, let us end these Zoom things. It's been great to do this, and now we get to bring in guests because of Zoom. But I'm I just I can't wait to get you guys back in the studio, so we don't have to worry about any of this stuff. I agree. Good to see you, giggler. Well, this week we do have our first ever in episode guests. You know, it's not our first ever guest guest. We do a great segment we call Logan's Heroes. I have a feeling this guy will probably be on Logan's Heroes one day. But today he's joining us in episode. To talk about all the great stuff today he's the co-host of the jock and nerd podcast one of the podcasts that inspired me to even create mostly superheroes ladies and gentlemen imran
3: hi everybody what's up i look i i'm honored to be your first in episode guest and i apologize in advance to your listeners so but other than that uh, i'm excited i'm excited to show up and not have to do the work for once
0: isn't that the thing? Like, as a podcast host, you're like, oh, I just get to go to this one.
3: Yeah, that's that's amazing. And it's like the same stuff we love geeking out about. So all the passion, none of the tedious, shitty labor. Thank you, Logan, for <laughs> providing me this opportunity.
0: Yeah, thank you, man. Like I told you, you guys had me on your episode. I thought thought it was only natural to have you back on. I think we're going to have your other folks, Anthony and uh, uh, Rugboy, hopefully on the show one day. They both yeah. expressed interest when we were with you. Uh, well, for- we
3: wrote a very nice email and we were glad to have you and you were a great guest we had a lot of fun over at jock and nerd i'm gonna do this once Jock and nerd! there there's the earworm it's in your ear just remember that listener now you won't be able to get it out of your head
0: yeah that's pre-planned that's like that i said before the show I was like you got to bring in the jock and nerd podcast i've listened to these guys for for uh, about five years uh why don't you tell people a little bit about your podcast where they can find you
3: uh, well, you can visit jockandnerd.com is our home base for our weekly geek show. It's kind of like you guys, shock jock radio with a soundboard and, and a puppet. But we do. We review geek news. Uh, we go over entertainment geek news. We review something every episode. And you get three different perspectives as the three of us have very different opinions and voices. And uh, one of us is made out of felt. Uh, that's Rugboy. boy. Uh, so, uh, it's a lot of fun. It's just, you know, we don't take it too seriously. Uh, yeah. we've been go- running almost, it'll be six years in March. Unbelievably. I don't know how that happened. I don't know how we were able to put out a thing every week for six years. Uh, it's just been, I blacked out for most of it. So.
0: I think sometimes you, I'm learning you have to. You got to just be like, hey, I'm doing this every week. So I'm, yeah. you just got to be like, I'm doing this every week.
3: <laughs> it's kind of like a train, right? And that train leaves on schedule. And whatever happens at that time happens, you just go uh, to stay on schedule.
0: Well, we are here for it. Uh, definitely go check out uh, the Jock and Nerd podcast. If anything else, go listen to uh, the episode that covers Wonder Woman 1984, because yeah. that's the one I'm on. So just selfishly speaking, go listen to that. Crossover crossover that's right and uh well yeah we're excited to have you we have a lot to talk about i know it's going to be a lot of stuff that you guys have been talking about lately so i think you're primed and ready and ron happy to have you with that let's get into our first segment of the day fan mail we always open up the show with fan mail because without you fans there's nothing here happening we just be talking to ourselves we appreciate you uh, this week we feature some news from our new Mostly Hooper Superheroes Squad Facebook page. We have a new area for all you squad members to congregate. You can also go to MostlySuperheroes.com forward slash squad. That's a password protected site. We're going to reveal the new password later in today's episode. If you listen to our live show on Instagram on Monday, we've already re- already released it. We say it in these episodes and we'll get it to you later today. We did a What You watching" this Sunday. That's when we do our What You Watchin'. Uh, and one of our comments is for, even from the Giggler. So we'll hold off. We'll let you share yours yourself, uh, Giggler. But other folks in the group, we have Mike. He's watching football. He was still needing to get to watch the latest WandaVision. Shanna, uh, she said, Not today we've been watching the new season of Search Party on HBO. Mm-hmm. Been seeing, like, that's the one I see on, like, the HBO Max dashboard a lot right now. Every time I go there.
3: What is that one about? I have, uh, I'm
0: not sure what it's about. What Giggler about? or PC Mike, have you guys seen this? I was about to ask the same question. <laughs> I'm intrigued, but I guess so. so
3: gonna... there's a party and they're looking for things. Yeah. Well, they also mentioned that me and PC stuff, Mike uh, are wearing matching red hoodies. I like that. We're oh, yeah. You guys
0: look like this is coordinated. And I got the red on too. It's Mike's the black sheep or uh, Andy's the <laughs> black sheep today. I'll change. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, during the break. Hey. Come back in a red shirt.
1: Andy's shirt is pretty cool. That is my alma mater, so his shirt's pretty. Oh, cool. Oh sweet.
0: Oh yeah, these guys are big Mizzou guys. They chant it on the show and everything. It's it's fine. <laughs> um. All right. Well, I don't know this. Much. I did see the trailer for Search Party, so it might be something we check out. It just it didn't grab me. It looked like it was about like people, young people ish, like maybe like in their thirties, living in the city, and like kind of their lives, like kind of drama comedy type stuff. Uh, maybe we'll check it out. But Shannon, we appreciate the thought and let us know what. Uh, you think of the show keep writing us in and we'll tell you you know maybe we'll check it out
3: here you go first sentence the disappearance of former college acquaintance Chantel leads several 20-somethings to get entangled in the mystery of how she went missing wow there search (laughs)
0: oh boy Imran's really he's going for that PC mic title today I
3: I needed to know what the show was about it was killing me I was like this is gonna bug me now
1: well I'm glad it's a dark It's a dark comedy, Logan. I looked it up, too.
3: so
0: uh... (laughs) That's what I found out. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, we appreciate that, because if it was bugging you, and you know it's bugging a listener, like, what's that show about? Um, What is it? (laughs) And then uh, Scott said he was watching some football, and I was actually – this was a good opportunity. Appreciate your comments in the the squad. That's how easy it is to be featured on the show. I was hoping uh, PC Mike Giggler, give us an update on what's happening now with the NFL and the Super Bowl, whoever wants to take that.
1: Well – I mean, I got my my hoodie is actually the Chiefs' hoodie. Oh that I've had since high school. So I still fit in it. That's <laughs> that's a thing that I did not think was gonna happen, but I still fit in it. Uh, but my Kansas City Chiefs, they won this weekend, beat the Buffalo Bills, and they're gonna face Tom Brady again in the Super Bowl. And here's an interesting fact I heard yesterday. There have been fifty-five Super Bowls now. Tom Brady has been in eighteen percent of them. That's wow. wild. Oh my God! This is his tenth Super Bowl. It's crazy.
3: This guy, like, I, I'm the nerd on the podcast. I'm not the jock. But my question is, how are you gonna let yourself get beat by like a 43 year old quarterback? Come on!
1: He's like de aging. I saw a picture. I saw something on Twitter yesterday, and it was like his face throughout the years. <laughs> and he's de and it was like plastic surgery person like talking, like he's got this done, this done. But he's de aging.
0: He
3: literally he's is. A, he's made a deal with the devil, like uh, Keith Richards. And the Rolling Stones this is amazing.
0: Well, this will tell you where I land, Emron, on the jock or nerd side. Can you, wh- what day is – when's the Super Bowl? Is it this Sunday or next Sunday? Sometime
1: in February. That's all I know. Two weeks. Not this weekend, next weekend.
0: Well, I'll be watching. I always love the Super Bowl. We always do, like, some kind of party or something. Obviously, this year is going to be different. But, I'll, I mean, I'll definitely be watching. It's going
3: to be buy, I buy squares at work. It makes it a little more fun.
1: And it's gonna be different this year. A lot of companies are foregoing the commercial route. Right.
3: Yeah. Donate- I heard Budweiser is out for the first time. There's like no Budweiser commercial. Yeah,
1: no Budweiser, no Pepsi, no Coke. Whoa. Their, um what they would spend on commercials to like Corona vaccine awareness type. Wow. Things.
3: Wow, that's good because it seems a little bit of waste of money now to be spending what was it, was it like 30 million dollars, a billion dollars for 30 seconds, whatever it is. Like everybody's hurting, you can't. This is the first thing that gets cut. Obviously, is gonna be your advertising budget. Well, and it would also look
0: a weird for like uh, everyone's in a pandemic. People are just trying to get like unemployment, and then Coca-Cola is like, we paid you know two hundred million for yeah. this commercial. Yeah,
3: you're gonna you're gonna be like, I like to teach the world to sing when during a virus <laughs> pandemic. What are you doing, Coca-Cola?
0: You gotta think about Anheuser-Busch.
1: They, they've sold so much beer during quarantine. Oh
3: yeah, they don't even right. need they don't need anymore. We're good. We don't yeah, need to out of
1: Aluminum. But now they get to save money on advertising. It's a win-win for them, honestly. I've
0: been taking care of them on the the Bush Light. I have been helping out.
3: Wouldn't it be hilarious if it was just nothing but commercials for Corona, the beer, during the Super Bowl? (laughs) We're back. (laughs) We're back. (laughs) Not this this year. Corona's like these commercials are like $30 now. Nobody wants them. Let's just buy them all out and try to fix our name. We had a rough year.
0: Well, we'll be talking about the Super Bowl listeners, so uh, make sure that you're watching. We'll let you know. Maybe we'll do something for it. Maybe we'll just do our, our take. You know we'll be talking about it at the very least. More to come. Uh, in terms of the Mostly Superhero Squad, that's on Facebook. Go check it out. It's free to join. Uh, you get cool exclusive content, early episodes. We do live shows in there. It's a lot of fun. So go over to the group. And with also, that-
3: traditionally huge comic book t- movie trailers during the Super Bowl, uh, everyone's anticipated. And now I don't, we're not going to get that. Probably not going to get that. either.
0: Well, we'll see. I mean, it seems like every big thing that happened this year, we did get like some trailers here. Like WandaVision yeah. was sneaking in there. Uh, hopefully we're going to start seeing some stuff for Falcon Winter Soldier. I bet we see one of those during the Super Bowl.
3: Black Widow is supposed to come out in like less than two months. I don't know what they're doing with that movie. Just put it out on Disney+. Plus. What are you doing?
0: Hey, while we're talking about releases, good segue. Let's get to our next section. News and rumors. So we do have some news and rumors about some release stuff. Uh, we're going to go down the line here. Uh, definitely going to talk about some stuff that's coming out that got pushed back and it's moving around. But first up, have to highlight where well, this is a very MCU-heavy episode Wanted to focus on some alternative stuff, the stuff that I haven't really talked about in a while. I've mentioned before, I've this. i watched the stuff on the CW for years. Andy, I know you have as well. I have been excited for the Superman and Lois show that's coming out. Well, they dropped the trailer, and it looks pretty legit. <laughs> Starting with you, just since uh, we have a guest today, guests should go first. Imran, do you watch the stuff on the CW?
3: Do you watch this line of DC stuff? I've watched many, many hours of Arrowverse shows over the years, starting, you know, the original Arrow. I was kind of late to that, but when that started to get momentum and they started spinning off, we were all in. We, in the beginning of our podcast, we would review every episode of like four shows every week, right? And it was great. I have since really kind of just slowed down and kind of drift. Like, you know how you, you have friends that you just kind of drift apart? just you know it happens it's nobody's fault you still want to hang out but you're doing this thing i'm not really interested i i was watching the flash that was my last holdout every week and then i even dropped that and now you know they're canceling they're canceling shows black lightning is ending uh i was curious about the new batwoman with the new cast but i heard nobody want nobody even watched that that got like the third lowest rating of uh the batwoman show as far as this trailer, it's a good trailer. It's got vibes of like Man of Steel and stuff. And look, this is a Superman TV show. I should be super geeked about this. And honestly, I'm just like, eh, maybe I'll check it out. I don't know. Like, I've seen Tyler Hoechlin; he's a good Superman on Supergirl and in the crossovers. Uh, and I guess their kids are in this, right? And they're a, they're a teenagers.
0: Yeah, they look like they're like older kids. Yeah, like like like, it, like, it, like high school.
3: Is that Jonathan Kent? And he's like, well, I I
0: didn't know if they were kids because I felt like there was a line in the trailer where one of the kids says to him, oh, you're Superman. But like, but like maybe it was like his dad. And he's like, you were and like, it seems like Superman has been away from the spotlight in this show. And it's kind of like, he's like, he's got having like
3: an identity crisis, maybe. Yeah, Lana Lang is in it. And I do love that line where he's like, man, I wish I could get drunk sometimes. Yeah, that's, you know, that's the fun kind of Superman stuff. You always want to see that they never talk about. He needs
0: to figure that out. Like Thor figured that get, out in Age of Ultron. A, yeah, he had yeah, a liquor that yeah, got him
3: he, drunk. Like, come on. Yep. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. He just needs some Kryptonian booze. Get Lobo to bring some hooch over from the next galaxy. I don't know. That's perfect. Uh, <laughs> but I will. It's a ninety-minute premiere. I think I'm gonna. I'll check it out. I'll check out the opening. I will give it a chance uh but i i don't know we'll have we'll have to see yeah i'm definitely like excited bla- a
0: lot. I, I did too i'm definitely excited superman is uh my guy i've, I've uh, pc mike knows this we went to high school together actually pc mike and i and i've always been a superman head i'm super yeah. excited but uh, it's funny as big of a fan i am i'm also in that lukewarm feeling i didn't watch i didn't watch batwoman and I'll, yeah. i've definitely fallen off from like supergirl and stuff giggler i know you've watched arrowverse stuff are you excited for this
2: Definitely. I think this might be able to to be my door to get back into these, uh, these Ah, shows. Okay. I, I definitely. The the flash is one of the only ones that I really keep track on since Arrow was over. Arrow was my favorite, one of my favorite shows ever.
3: That was the best one still is the best, kind of the best one out of all.
2: For sure. It definitely, that was such a great show. Huge Mm -hmm. Stephen ML fan after that, for sure. Especially now that he's doing a wrestling show on HBO, I think, or maybe it's not, not HBO. Uh, stars or showtime one of those so I'm, I'm ready for that but um yeah i think this this show the, the preview looked looked really good i think it's definitely got my attention but see what what they can do from once it starts and I'll, I'll tune in probably check out the first season and kind of go from there
0: well and you guys are both batman heads um so pc mike looking at you are you going to be excited for the superman show
1: I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of like you guys. Like, I'll check it out, but uh, my skirt's not blowing up for it. Like, but Logan, I have a question for you. Is this going to replace Smallville in your heart?
0: Oh, no. That's a nope. (laughs) Absolutely not. Smallville is, um, I was thinking about this the other day. Smallville is definitely still one of my top three television shows. I'm getting ready to rewatch it with Carrie, uh, my fiance. She's never seen it. And I'm just, I know I'm just going to love every minute of it. It's going to be my third or fourth time rewatching it um I think that I'm kind of with Andy too though that this could get me excited for CW stuff again because if you start showing me crossovers with the flash and and uh I like Black Lightning too and you you kind of play into these things that you have set up in these crossovers I have like an addiction to that so I will probably catch back up on whatever's connected um that being said we'll keep you posted on it it sounds like we're all at least going to check it out and we will be talking
3: about it on this show this next Let pe- me ask you guys this real quick with Go ahead. The, about this because yeah. they canceled Supergirl. I think there's one season left. How much longer can these shows realistically keep going? I think it's close to, you know, they kill uh, Oliver was uh, eight years. He's playing, you know, Green Arrow and they killed it. Flash is approaching seven years. Uh, how much longer can they, is this going to work for CW?
0: I don't like who's like, is this Warner brothers still that we're talking about? Like, it, like, who is paying for all this? Like, there's, there's so many shows. Yeah, it,
3: it would be Warner Brothers. They own they own all of it. But all of us just said, eh, "It looks all right. We might check it out." Who's watching these shows still? I kind of feel like
1: HBO has kind of muddled the water for me watching like Titans, yeah, and Patrol because it's PG thirteen to R. Like mm-hmm. that's kind of that genre that I like now. And They can show more stuff. Absolutely, they can see on the CW on my cable TV. I can watch HBO and get like the nitty gritty and like the dark gritty stuff that I want to see and not um, Lois and Clark 2.0, basically from the 90s. With also,
3: Dean. the seasons are 24 episodes. That's yep. a lot of things to fill in there. And now we're getting used to eight to 10 episodes of tight writing, tight storytelling. Uh, you know, these seasons, there's half of it is filler episodes because. How are you gonna fill up twenty. Oh, it's always of- it's
0: always been that way in the CW. It's always been yeah. like that. What you take with watching a show like this, you know that this is gonna be the episode where you learn about the sidekick and like where they grew right. up. The um, like villain
3: of the week or whatever, yeah.
0: Exactly. But you know, here's something I'm not gonna forget about, and I hope that uh, WB hears this one day, or you know, if you're listening right now, listen to this. I'm not gonna forget that you showed us crossovers during Crisis on Infinite Earth with Doom Patrol, Titan. Yeah. You brought Barry Allen from The Flash in the movies onto yeah. the TV screen with Barry Allen from the CW. That was
3: amazing.
0: Do not i'm not gonna forget about this like if people think that i'm just gonna like be like hey you can't just show us something like that and be like we're not gonna do anything because it almost feels like no one's even addressed that since it happened
3: Mm -hmm. yeah that's a good point that was those are amazing those are fun those
0: are those are are a blast i look forward to that every christmas it's like oh we got a week of uh dc crossover all right moving over to movie theater land i mean there was more more news on this since i've made this our run of show today Godzilla and Kong was announced that it got moved up in the schedule to come out in theaters earlier. It's also going to be on HBO Max, which, you know, that's exciting. Now I saw, Emron. I saw you share it. It was on your group uh, that they've now pushed it back one week. I don't, I don't know <laughs> what's going on.
3: This is uh, five days. No, no more like back back to me. So this movie is supposed to come out in November of last year. It got pushed to the end of May. And then you, we said on the thing, they moved it up two months to March 26th. And today, they have now pushed it back to May 31st. It will still release internationally March 26th. So there's going to be spoilers and pirated copies you could get. That's all that means.
0: Oh my gosh. Uh,
3: the minute that comes out. But then HBO Max, May 31st. And I don't know if it's. So this trailer came out. It got a lot of buzz. I don't. And other movies have pushed back out of April. And May is probably going to clear out. That's why I'm still like, Disney's not budging on Black Widow. Mm. So I don't know if they moved it back to work on the movie, but it should be done because it was supposed to be done in November. Or they think more theaters will be open at the end of May in the USA.
0: Well, either way, the trailer did come out. Like you said, this looked like a, a movie that's made. You know what I mean? So, like- it's
3: got to be done.
0: Uh, PC Mike, are you a Godzilla Kong fan? Like, is it, did this get you excited at all? What, like, is there a part of you that was like, yes or no? I actually have a funny
1: story about this. Um, one of my buddies young kids is very excited for it, so he's actually going to have a party for Godzilla and Kong. So we're all going to have an adult party as well, but it's going to be centered around Godzilla Kong. But um, yeah, I was reading some today and talking back and forth with my friends like what side are you on and i was reading like that kong shouldn't be that big but he's grown i kind of yeah. read about today like when the when kong skull island came out it was 50 years ago so he's grown since then to be about but godzilla's like height and weight he's like 400 feet tall yes so, he is kong- now it
3: kong is too apparently yeah and skull yeah. island he was not this big and now he's no. almost taller
1: I think I read in Skull yeah. Island, he's, like, just over 100 feet. Yeah, just yeah. But, so, yeah.
3: It, it was baby Godzilla. This is uh, middle-aged Godzilla. I don't know. Or yeah. King Kong. Well, baby like, Kong. whenever I picture sure King
0: Kong, I always picture King Kong climbing the Empire State Building. And, like, you, right. And you can have that frame of reference. And Godzilla, to me, was, like, almost as tall as the Empire State Building. Right. Yeah.
3: Yeah, the size is a little wonky. We'll see how they address it exactly. But, like, the shot in the trailer where he's touching the little girl's finger and his finger is just this giant boulder like the scale the sensei. and he punches Godzilla in the face come on how are you not gonna want to watch this movie? and that and
0: a- and he also like is holding something and like brings the fire breath back down and like slams him almost like a that's wrestling a, move
3: it's a it's an axe that's like a stormbreaker axe but the axe is made out of Godzilla spikes hope he it, yeah.
0: aims for the head I mean
3: yeah make sure he aims for the head but Gigg- the trailer looks amazing, yes. but you know, the, the trailer for Kong, King of Monsters also looked pretty good, and the movie was not, uh, uh, did not live up to it mostly.
0: Giggler, do you have any thoughts on Godzilla and who and versus Kong? And who would you pick to win outside of your opinion?
2: Um, I'm gonna go with Godzilla for sure wow. winning, but yeah. I also have never seen a movie with either of these characters in my whole life, minus that that new king kong (laughs) movie that came out that uh the peter jackson yeah 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 Yeah. that's the only one i've seen not a big uh big fan of this this type of movie but this trailer definitely seems intriguing i'm not sure if it's actually intriguing or just because of the lack of like movies that we've been able to see like in the past year or so that i'm just excited to have something to watch but uh I'm sure we'll talk about it and give it an honest rating at that time. And I'm looking forward to that for sure.
0: Yeah, we absolutely will. I'm excited for this. I think that just to see two monsters this size fight uh, and with the way they can make movies nowadays, uh, I'm, we're going to watch it. We're going to talk about it. So more- Andy, you
1: didn't see Godzilla 1998.
3: <laughs>
2: no, I don't know how I, I was, I remember it being like super, uh, like it was advertised a lot, maybe like Taco Bell or
3: something like that. Even. Like I, it was, it was everywhere. I and mean, look, this movie's gonna be better than that. We know that much. Oh like, right, That's,
2: sure. yeah. I, I just never saw that one.
0: I've seen, I've seen. I think all like all the ones that have come out in the last fifteen years. I've definitely seen them. I definitely remember like the most iconic Godzilla. Yeah, the 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 like the lizard looking one from whatever that was. Yeah.
3: HBO Max has a bunch of the old school ones, and Anthony and um, Rugboy are the big Godzilla fans. They kind of got me into it, but man, some of the old seventies and sixties ones are hilarious to watch.
0: <laughs> I bet, yeah, yeah. Like I remember seeing, I saw some screen sh- like some pictures from the older ones with like they had like an octopus involved in the making yeah, of one I, of
3: them. Yeah, definitely a live octopus in this, the Kong versus Godzilla where Kong gets top billing. Uh, in 1962 version.
0: Well, we'll keep you posted on it listener. Let us know what you think. Are you excited for it and who do you have for your pick? Last up for news and rumors today. Uh, there's a new streaming service coming out. I mean, this is kind of a I, I don't have no, I, I almost have like zero feeling about it. I just I'm not excited about it, but it's Paramount Plus. <laughs> it's Yay. replacing CBS All Access. I've only tapped into CBS All Access two times in my life. Uh, it was I wanted to watch uh, what's the the not key uh, he redid the twilight zone
3: oh yeah the jordan peels twilight zone yes yeah.
0: jordan peels twilight zone very and i love it i'm glad and then it was like okay i get done with it i cancel my subscription type thing yeah, yeah. but there's gonna be like thirty thousand titles we see uh i know you guys talked about it imran on your guys' yeah. show andy uh have you heard about this is this guy is there any titles in here that's like that we're even aware of that we want to get to i'm i'm not sure what this is it's literally a new streaming service from Paramount, and they just put a plus after it, just like Disney did. PC Mike, have you heard anything? Are you uh is this got catchy or eye? Is it kind of like that lukewarm feeling as well?
1: Literally the first time I heard about it is when you sent over the slides today. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it on the it's
3: slide. uh Viacom, guys. All the Viacom CBS content from MTV, B E T, Comedy oh. Central, VH1. And Star Trek, that new Star Trek shows. Discovery, that, that new? Discovery and the cartoon, and they're going to make more. Picard. We'll here. Isn't Picard yeah, on there? Picard is on there. And I haven't seen any of those. I don't have this. I'm kind of, uh, one thing I hate is the unoriginality in names nowadays. Like they've just, nobody's trying anymore. First of all, Peacock is the worst and funniest name you could ever do. HBO Max, also very misleading and confusing. And it sounds like it's from the 80s. And then they just put plus ever everything and call it a day. Really? Nobody's putting any thought into these names.
0: Well, and that and just, uh, I don't know how, if I possibly could have the time to watch even one more thing. It, no, it,
3: there's too many. You can't pay for all these things. I can't keep up with the 17 million I pay for now.
1: But, Logan, there is a new street I don't think it's on here, but there is more streaming news that I think we forgot um, to talk about. Peacock recently just bought the WWE network for one oh, billion dollars.
3: I saw that. For how much? A billion? A
1: billion, billion not. With a B. What? For five years. They only get it for five years. It's a one
0: a billion month. dollar, five-year lease. Wow. What does that this even McMahon mean? Ta- walk us through out. this. So they're getting they're gonna take on the WWE everything, just like everything they got? I mean Yeah,
1: so what I've read kind of look at it like. If you know how HBO Max is set up with like the categories like DC and all that, I'm assuming that's what Peacock's going to do because WWE Network is getting absorbed into Peacock. So you can pick, do you want NBC, Peacock, or do you want WWE Network? But they get everything. They get every old WWF, WWE, WCW, NWA, pay-per-view. They get the big ones. So WrestleMania, I believe, this year is going to be on Peacock. So they get all the new pay per views. They get everything for five years, basically buying it for five years for a billion dollars.
0: Do you wow. know? Do you know if uh, have you read how this is going to affect you, like as a as a fan? Like, is it gonna? It's just it's just gonna be like right. a barrier of entry. You have to pay for this, or
1: actually, I think it's gonna help the fans because WWE Network right now is nine ninety nine a month, and I think to buy Peacock it's four ninety nine a month, mm. and now you're getting double the content. Mm. So you're basically getting Peacock and WD- WWE Network for $5 a
3: month instead of 10 Yeah, Peacock has a free tier and then like a little bit premium tier and then a more premium tier. Yeah. Uh, so, Mike, you have the WWE Network. I've heard good things. Of You know, fans love this platform. And I looked up the numbers. Here's what they're paying a billion dollars for just one and a half million subscribers that's the, I mean compared to like Disney plus has got 86 million mm-hmm. Netflix just hit 200 million subscribers oh and went god. up last year
0: my god yeah so what you I, it was like went crazy. up 30 something million 37
3: million people in the pandemic signed up new people signed up for Netflix
0: that many people doing anything in one year is such a hard, like a crazy thing right to, I believe right
3: that's that's huge numbers
0: well Netflix but I think the
1: big thing is with WWE And NBC Universal, they've had a relationship Mm -hmm. for decades, and I think this is just maybe going to make sense. He has the money. Maybe just pull those people, and I don't know. I don't know.
2: It's a billion with a B, so it's amazing. I'm confused because WWE airs on like SmackDown on Fridays airs on Fox, which is not related to NBC. So how does that work? But whoa, I'm excited. don't quote me, but I read
1: they have, like, somehow, like, $3 billion different deals out, sitting out there
2: right now. I'm sure.
3: <laughs> I'm My sure. gosh. This
2: man can literally do anything he Does wants. Does he
3: need any more money? Come on. What do you do? Why are you giving this man more money? He's going to run for president for years. You guys be oh, careful no. with this money.
0: Hopefully, we learned our lesson <laughs> with that kind of stuff. <laughs>
3: <laughs> You step Donald up Trump though Is in the wwe hall of fame he so. is I, technically he is That's in right. canon
0: and, and hopefully they don't take that away like those fake uh ac- those doc those uh things he got from the colleges uh the fake honorary awards oh, right. diplomas yeah. the diplomas yeah. and they said uh you know what they're not even real but we're still gonna take them away <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna
3: take away this fake thing we gave you it's amazing
0: well, uh, we will keep you posted. There's a lot of streaming services out there at this point. Like Amron said, it's a little saturated, but the barrier to entry is very low. You can get access to a lot of stuff that you maybe have watched. It's just figuring out who owns what and where do you get it. I think it's you're, it's pretty much thinking about what show do you think you want to watch right now? And then you've yeah. got to look up where does it live.
3: You're like, who owns this? What company, studio, do I pay for this thing? Yes. Oh, my God, I can't figure it out. Although, I love my Comcast because you can literally you can just talk to the remote and it'll – Wherever it is, we'll be like, here you go. Watch it here.
0: Yeah, that's my favorite feature of the Apple TV is just like, show me this. Yeah. All right, we'll keep you posted, folks. Let us know if you uh, have any uh, interest in Paramount. Plus, we'd love to hear more about what's happening on it, if it's worth anything watching. But with that, let's get into our next section. What you watching? What you watching? That's where we talk about what we're watching week by week. I got a big one today, and we're going to talk all about Thor, and we'll save that one for the last. Going with our guest, first, Imran, we always share one thing that we're watching just kind of in this week, something that you want
3: to share. It can be good, bad, whatever. What you got? Uh, okay, so the problem with me and things like this is I am watching several things that I have several. Uh, let me vote. I'm going to give you three options. You want to hear about an underrated network comedy, a science fiction show based on a comic book, or a YouTube channel that just brings joy every time?
0: Well, the third one, you said joy. And my number two choice would be the sci-fi. Uh,
3: Mike, Kigler, what, what are your votes? Everyone vote. I'm Let's go number. joy. Something new. We don't really yeah. do YouTube channels on here. Yeah. So okay. Means- <laughs> and look, it's it's tough times. You want to make people happy. This guy... Look up Harry Mack on YouTube. He is a freestyle rapper. I've been watching this guy since pre-pandemic. He he lives in Los Angeles. He would walk around Venice Beach. Someone would film me, had a little boombox. And he'd just go up to random people be like, hey, give me three words. I'm going to do a freestyle about it. And they would give him three words. And this dude performs a magic trick. He is so good. I have never seen anyone freestyle off the top of their head like this guy so now during the pandemic what he does there's a service called omegle it's a video chat thing you sign on and it's like chat roulette you get a random person so he's doing the same thing on omegle he'll ask people for three words and he'll rap about what's in the background this guy and it's he's he makes people smile you can't you can't help but be amazed that like how does your brain work so quickly he uh, not only does he incorporate the words he will elaborate on words He'll sometimes he'll take the three words he writes a hook with the three words and then improvs each verse about each word and, and just goes it, that, it is the most amazing thing you will be smiling and some of them make you cry, Harry Mack on YouTube, the dopest freestyle dude out there right now
0: well, that's a uh, hell of a watch you watching. Uh, I mean, the enthusiasm you bring to it and the fact that it does bring you so much joy. I'm going to be looking this thing up right when we're done.
3: You'll be lost for hours. It's so good. You're like, how does he do that? It's like uh, you're watching. It's like a WandaVision magic trick from Marvel. He's doing
0: and my my uh, my fiance. She loves uh, rap music rappers. She's big on like you know who can bring, come up with the coolest lyrics. This guy sounds like a genius.
3: She would love him, and you can like get on. I I want to get on Omegle just to get him to do it. Yeah, I'm to, uh... not familiar with that. What's that called? It's Omegle. I w- I didn't know about it. I only knew about it about for Harry Mack. O M E G L E, and a lot of kids are on it, and they're okay. spending a lot of their time. And it's just random video chat, and you just talk to the person. Uh, but the re the best part about those Omegle videos are the reactions from the people when he's spitting these rhymes. They're like, oh my, like their minds are blown. You see it so. It's so much fun to watch the people's reactions just as it is to watch him uh, improv off his head and just make up these amazing rhymes with good music behind it, too.
0: Very cool. Well, I'll be checking it out. I can tell by Andy and Mike's faces. You guys haven't heard of this yet, right? No.
3: No, I'm down though. Check I it out.
0: Yeah, yeah, Andy's recommended some, like, rap videos to me before about uh, – who was that one guy you were telling us about? I was at your house that one day, several months back, and there was, like a, there was this rapper that you were legit talking about.
3: Eminem? Remember?
2: <laughs> i totally cannot remember it's was probably wasn't it wasn't it big booty mixes that sounds right
3: big booty mixes <laughs> yeah i think it was
2: big booty mixes i want to hear uh, this it's, uh, not, it's not rap it's like uh they do like hour-long like mashups of like popular songs of all ages and then like we'll throw in like like pop culture like sound clips here oh, and there fun. It's really good.
0: I like it's, that. Anything I love the anything mashup world is always fun. Um, yeah. uh, Giggler, well, thanks, Emron. We'll be sure to check that one out. Giggler, how about you? What are you watching this week?
2: Uh, we watched the Night Stalker documentary on Netflix this weekend. Um, that was very, very good. If I lived in this time period or anywhere near where this was happening, in the, I would be staying up all night just... Scared to death. This was, dude
3: you, is out there right now. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Mike Mike used to it last week. I think he talked about it. And yeah, we 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 finished it on Saturday and Sunday. And like I I really it's just scary
0: you that get, there could be people cemented. Can you give it a rating? Yeah,
2: for sure. I'll give it like yeah, like you said, documentaries are, are hard to rate. Um
0: Yeah, you I, gotta take out I I always say you gotta take out like that rewatchability factor that we normally do because you're not really typically re rewatching documentaries.
2: No, I liked I liked how it was put together. I'd give it like a three point two, for sure. Solid. I didn't, anybody. I didn't know anything about this serial killer, but it like as it progressed, I was just like, I really hope this guy lived a, or like had a terrible death and. You'll find out at the end what happened, but I don't want to spoil anything.
0: Yeah, yeah. And like you said, Mike's seen it. I think Imran was nodding a lot. It sounds like you've seen it.
3: I want to check no, I want to check it out. I saw that, and I love uh, shit like that. I'm all about the serial killer documentaries. I mean, true crime is huge for a reason. It's annoying in the podcast world because you could put out a horrible true crime podcast, get a million downloads. It's not fair.
0: But there's a lot of good ones out there, too, like Small, town, like small town Forgotten. You go check yeah. that out.
3: Oh, you do what? Like yours is
0: great. No, I I'm not the host, though. I'm literally okay. I'm on their I'm on their team. I do their distribution, but it okay. oh, I know exactly what you're saying. There yeah. is such a uh, well. There's there's actually hard data on this. Out of mm-hmm. all the podcasts out there in the world, it's uh, first of all, I think like something like forty percent or something is mostly true crime. So there's already a lot of them. Wow. And, but also, like if you look at the listenership of all podcasts of all time, it is very high in the true yeah. crime thing so it's like people are generally just interested in that we have an addiction to it to where it's like hey i want to hear about this thing but i will say small town forgotten high quality well produced i think
3: you would like it i like the true crime podcast when they're done well obviously yeah some some of the stories are great but it's like not a new thing i liked it the first time i saw it It was called unsolved mysteries like it's (laughs) dateline come on it's on every week you know
0: yeah dateline's like we've always been doing this yes (laughs) pc mike what are you watching I'm not going
1: to lie. I've been really bad this week of not watching any like content related. I've been sports mode um, this week with Sunday was all NFL. I got Andy's got his Mizzou stuff on. I've been watching Mizzou basketball um, and then just kind of watching that mindless kind of crap on TV like Dr. Pimple
0: Popper. And so on. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. That show's great.
1: I haven't really had anything new, um, but I am excited. For this Friday, I'll preview something instead of what am I watching. What I'll watch in the future, the little things with Denzel Washington. Yeah, I'm going to check that Jared out. Leto, Remy Malek. I'm excited for that one. I'm excited for that one this weekend.
0: I, hey, that's I, hey. anytime you can incorporate what's coming up for these guys listening and watching, I'm sure they appreciate it. Because now it's like, you know what? Now that's on my list. I would love to watch it. We can break it open on the show.
3: Yeah, That's a big release this week, too. It's coming out in theaters and uh, HBO Max premiere. Uh, so now you know they announced everything's coming out, and now stuff's starting to roll out. Except Godzilla vs Kong, and they push it back again.
0: Yeah, one week. <laughs>
3: Still no, like two months back. What I thought it was a week. I thought May it said... 30, May third, May thirty first. Oh my god! You know what? Their dates all 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 over the place. I saw three different dates. Mm. It'll come out, and they'll let us know when it comes out. <laughs> yeah, we'll whenever
0: it's out, we'll watch it. <laughs> Um, All right. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to wrap up what you watch and talking about Thor. We're going to quickly, quickly go through the, the story, give it a rating, have a little roundtable about it before we get to the meat of the episode, talking about WandaVision episode three. So stick around and we'll be right back. What you watching? Welcome back from the break. We're still on what you watching. We're here with Imran, PC, Mike, the Giggler. We're having a lot of fun. And we, today we're talking about a lot of MCU. We said it was an MCU-heavy episode. It's going to be an MCU-heavy year. If you're not here for the MCU, this might not be the podcast. Because it's going to be a lot of the content that we're doing. And here's what we're doing. We're actually re-watching some of the old stuff. I say the old stuff. You know, from the Infinity Saga, Phase 1, 2, and 3. While we watch the very beginnings of Phase 4. And I I, I put a lot of thought into this because, you know, I try not to cram these episodes too much when I can prevent it. So it was like, you know, can I revisit these another time, do it another way. The reason I do it like this is because I'm starting to see some really cool parallels between an early-phase Marvel project as I'm watching like their new, new stuff, if that yeah. makes any sense at all.
3: Absolutely.
0: You're starting yeah. to see the formula that went into this, the backtracking, and it's also helping me really feel grounded with some of these characters that we see on these screens that you might not remember, like what exactly happened with Wanda throughout all of the MCU? What exactly happened with Vision? And now... We have to start wondering what's going to happen with Darcy, who's from the Thor films. Yeah. Kat Dennings, she's in this show, and so today we're featuring her first film in the MCU. We're talking about Thor, and we're going to break it down. Going to give the story pretty quickly, like we did Iron Man 2 last week. I got my notes here. We're going to try to keep it tight to where we're not going on too many tangents, but are certainly going to hear from all four of us our thoughts on the movie as we go along. Are you guys ready to talk about Thor?
3: Thor I am. Sorry, that's bad. Dude.
0: <laughs> I tried. To oh, you yeah. tried. You went for it. You went, hey, hey, you went Thor it.
3: Well, there you go. That's a little bit better. I'm so <laughs> Thor after my workout today. We welcome
0: the puns on this show. Welcome okay. them in wherever you can. All right, opening up, Thor, where does this fall? We are talking 2011 film. I always like to highlight. We got the budget, $150 million to make it. And it made $449.3 million. That's from IBDB. Quick recap if you don't remember exactly what the film's about, the powerful but arrogant god Thor is cast out of Asgard to live amongst the humans in Midgard, aka Earth, where he soon becomes one of their defenders. It was directed by Kenneth Brana. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Ashley Miller wrote the screenplay, Zach Stentz also wrote the screenplay. Stars Chris Hemsworth, of course. Andy Hopkins as Odin, Natalie Portman as the fantastic Jane. And this is coming off Iron Man 2. We just reviewed it. We just talked about the movie. We'll always kind of tell you where this falls in the lineup. And this was our first introduction to the character. It was a very big movie that was teased out very much so all throughout Iron Man 2 with things are happened in the Southwest. You know, Phil Coulson and uh, director Fury are just talking about there's something happening in the Southwest, Tony. Don't worry about it. This is what we were talking about. It's the end credit scene of the movie, Iron Man 2. It's not where it picks up, though. The movie actually opens up, introducing us to the three scientists, Jane Foster, played by Natalie Portman, Dr. Selvig, and Darcy Lewis, who's played by Kat Dennings. You might recognize Kat Dennings from Two Broke Girls, but if you're like us, you recognize her as Darcy from Thor. She's also in Thor The Dark World. She's going to be in WandaVision. It's kind of cool to see where does this character start? What could she maybe be doing in the WandaVision storyline? And it opens with them in the desert, chasing down an atmospheric anomaly, and they find who we all know the audience as Thor in the desert, on the ground, middle of nowhere. And she says it. Where did you come from? And this is where it gets exciting, folks. We go from the world of Iron Man, the world of Iron Man 2. Okay, amazing people live on Earth. They can make things like this Iron Man suit. Now we're going outside of the cosmos and we're going to other realms, other planets, and the MCU once again is saying, we are going to do this and we're going to do it right. Imran, do you remember when this movie came out? Were you just beyond jacked? Is it one of your favorite MCU films? Where's this
3: one fallen? It, it's not, uh, not going to be in the top uh, or middle tier. It's like a middle to third tier, but it you know notable for, first of all, they're getting Kenneth Branagh, to direct a Thor movie, I remember hearing I'm like, are you kidding? Like Shakespeare and then you have uh, Anthony Hopkins, uh, an incredible class, The the I think it's the introduction to Tom Hiddleston as Loki, um, and to see where he started how they they really didn't know what to do with Thor for like three movies, right? They was very serious, uh, you know, and you look at him at Thor Ragnarok and he's like in a Three Stooges short uh, sometimes, <laughs> so that, uh, they started out very serious, but yes, the, the Jane Foster and the Cat Dennings, and the idea, again, Marvel did this throughout with their taking, they're trying to explain everything with science, they're trying to explain Asgardian magic, they try to explain Doctor Strange magic, try to keep it grounded, but then it's also magic, but beautiful to see uh, the Bifrost and Asgard and Heimdall and all these characters, uh, so it's a solid start for this character taken seriously. You know, I'm old enough, the last time I saw Thor on screen, it was in that crappy 70s uh, Incredible Hulk with Lou Ferrigno, and Thor was wearing like a fur coat and a thing with horn, <laughs> he didn't even look like Thor. They also, they did the Daredevil, it was all black. Uh, those movies were great and horrible, and I love them still. But that was my Thor, so I was happy to get this Thor.
0: Yeah, this one, this one, they, MCU, of course, Marvel Studios didn't let you down, it looked and in- felt amazing. So Asgard, being Asgard, we do meet some characters from there that going to set up the storyline and the arc of Thor. And I'll tell you after rewatching this and after we just watched Avengers Endgame recently, I'm telling you mm-hmm. this arc from beginning to end is there. There's no question. Uh this is a lot like Iron Man 2. This is a story about ego, a young Thor who doesn't really know that much and is about to be king, uh but that all gets uh messed up whenever the Frost giants, who we find out are like kind of the arch nemesis of these guys, attack uh, Asgard. They ruin the ceremony, and Thor makes a big mistake. He goes against his father's wishes and he goes, attacks these folks. This will be his demise in the end, thinking that he knows best. He doesn't know what his father knows best, and he's going to get banned to Earth. And this is the movie that we're getting. A Thor, this is what I thought was interesting. A Thor, this is the only time we see Thor without his powers. Like I don't, oh, think, yeah. I don't think there's ever other movie where like you're seeing kind of like this Thor that isn't like almighty. He's kind of indestructible. We have found yeah. out,
3: yeah. Um, Which was so- well, it's a nod to the original Thor who was, uh, you know, Donald Blake. He was a doctor and he would slam his staff down and just transform him to a whole different person. Uh, so they had a couple of nods to that, you know, in, in the thing. But uh, I was wondering when I saw this, will they do that? They do not do that. Because Hemsworth is too hunky to make him look like something else. And
0: you, I guess they also were just like, well, we'll just let him be Thor. He'll just be Thor. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it's just, it's funny because they didn't realize how funny Chris Hemsworth is. Like, he is, um, has amazing comedic timing that we don't see for many, many years. And and then, Ron, I think Ron.
1: I'm with you because, like, just watching Endgame, even the last scene when they're going back and forth, like, who's the leader of the yeah. ship? It's it's like,
3: like, oh, like, he yeah, you knows the charge. You are, of course.
1: And then they're <laughs> like, they're like, why don't you battle with knives? And they're like, ooh, knives. Drax like, yes, <laughs> knives. Like, that stuff's gold. Yeah. And I see this, I'm like, I like funny Thor. I like drunk funny Thor better.
3: Fat Thor is great. Drunk Thor is great. No, I mean, and I think Taika Waititi helped nail, really pull that out of him and nail what this Thor is. And he's great when he's serious, but he's also really funny when he's funny.
0: Well, uh, Andy, I saw you have some thoughts on this movie. One of our biggest MCU fans on the show. What do you think?
2: oh yeah um i for sure it is crazy to see like where thor has evolved from this movie i remember didn't really know anything about him thought he was kind of on the lower tier of like Mm -hmm. cool characters of of in the mcu that i kind of didn't really know a lot about um but this movie shed light on how kind of cool that that character is how what he can bring to the screen and it definitely didn't disappoint but yeah i'd put this in like the middle of my rankings like they've obviously we always say like the MCU has all good movies, so um, it's a great origin story. But I think it's not even close to the where he's at now. Um, and we won't talk about the Dark World. That was that. That's definitely going to go near the bottom. But
0: we're de- <laughs> well, we're going to talk about it. You can tell us how much you hate it. But I'll, t- I'll I'll tell you something. I I I know what you guys are saying, and Thor gets a lot of flack. So does Thor too. But also something that held true for me was I was thinking the whole time. He's never really – I don't think he's ever been to Earth, or if he did, he never had spent time there like he did when he was the Avengers. So he really yeah. did talk – like, those people in Asgard do talk yeah. like Shakespeare, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, and, like, yeah. now, did it come off, like, kind of boring a little bit? A little bit, but watching it as a MCU-seasoned fan, I watched it, and I was like, this is exactly who this person would be at this point in time.
3: It's a solid origin, and the, my problem when, you know, before the MCU came out and we had the Batmans and the Mans and the – early like, the origin movie – I love them, but I was always like, I want to get past the origin. Because I know how many times you can see Batman's parents get killed. We get it. Just drop us into him being Batman. So you got to get past the setup. And the setup sometimes can be a little, a lot of exposition, a little tedious. But then once you laid that down, and Marvel was always smart at laying other things down in these origin movies. I mean, you want to talk about connection. Paul Bettany started as a voice of a glitchy thing in the very first iron man look where he is now that's amazing
0: yeah it's it's amazing also because of like how cool like jarvis was and then you're like oh vision's cool and then you're like oh vision sucks for two movies and now he's in wandavision it's like what a journey
3: yeah
0: it's great (laughs) i think he's gonna redeem himself big time i think it's leading to a big finale and i can't wait to talk about wandavision with you guys but focusing on Thor, I do have some fan mail to feature. It's on the Bifrost, Okay, this is going to be cool because this is actually making things about the movie that they talk about in real life with real science. It comes at us from our friend Nick, PC Mike. You know this Nick? We went to high school with him. I can't. I won't say his last name, but um, he's Nick C. And he is a. He loves aliens. He loves science. He goes down wormholes, literally, literally and figuratively. Um, so he actually mentions us. He wrote me. He texted me this. He said, well, hopefully, you know what a light hole is, first of all. Light <laughs> I, hole? I did, And I didn't. <laughs> and he said, well, theoretically, in our science, it's the output of a black hole. That's where oh. that's like where everything of the black hole is spit out. Okay, The other side. Okay. On the other side. And then he says light, galaxies, planets. Now it's the smallest particles imaginable because it was crushed in a black hole, right. but it comes right. out as this light on this other side. Okay, so he says, basically, the theory is Asgard is at the very center point of their universe, which happens to be on the flip side of a dark hole, they're oh. harnessing that energy, which is the next phase of life intelligence, and explains that the Bifrost energy and all that for them to drop into a three-second zoom, like to Earth, they can take the energy of this black hole, harness it, and that's how they're using it. And he says there's like real science behind like how that some of this wow. stuff would work, which they do t- highlight in the movie with Doctor Selvig mm-hmm. and, and Jane. So yeah. I don't know if you guys are a big space or science nerd like Nick. But pretty cool thoughts. I thought we'd share it with the group. Did you guys like that part of the story? I thought it was cool how they tried to explain it with science because it is kind of whimsical and it could probably you could get lost in that if you don't ground us. Okay, I have one question. What time was that text exchange for you guys? <laughs> about all
2: of
3: that. I
0: think it was like. Uh, I think it was late. I think it was a late night text. Okay. And-
3: okay. <laughs> that's what I needed. I mean, it kind of explains when you see the nine realms in the second movie how. They can connect through there, like I always I love the nine realms and just yeah. that concept, and with the and journal, her journal,
0: uh, and they're like, yeah. and he's yeah. like, "See, you were right." I, that was a really cool scene where he's like, you're right, yeah. you shouldn't stop studying this
3: yeah, right. know, I love when they try to explain stuff with science. It's fascinating. Well, Nick, thanks for the
0: fan mail. I appreciate the thought. Anytime you get that nerdy stuff, we'll probably have Nick on here at one point or another. Uh, he's a good guy, and that's pretty funny. Um, so we—they th- call it an Einstein-Rosen bridge in the movie, or a wormhole. That's um, a
3: thing too. Right? That's, that's a, a, thing. a thing.
0: That's like a yeah. thing, and that's what Nick yeah. was saying. You know, he's like—that's what—that's where I like kind of listened to them talking about it. Looked at Nick's text. i was like, he's kind of on the same path here. This mm. might be, you know, maybe one day. I guess is the theory. <laughs>
3: Um, Tran- we, like Star Trek Transporters You think about the same kind of thing but Maybe they're harnessing similar energies
0: And it looks the same kind of how they do it in Star Trek bit, It's like yeah, that yeah. phasing kind of look Yeah um, We get some fun stuff in this We get Thor's team versus the Ice Giants A uh, big fight scene early on uh, We're talking about Thor getting banished One of the funnier parts of the film Jane hits Thor with her car again in the parking lot <laughs> That's. I mean, I, I like the, the, it's the timing You know, that could be a joke that doesn't really hit that well It does, it's funny um, we get some fun stuff with the hammer. You get a Stan Lee cameo trying to pull that thing out of the desert. That was really fun. Oh, right. We get Shield in this movie again, and th- this time we're gonna get it in a big capacity. So in Iron Man, we got like Phil Coulson. You got Nick Fury. You did meet Natasha Romanoff. Now you're gonna see like the big Shield. Okay. Mm. They build a city basically around the hammer, and you got all you got Nick. You got uh, Agent Coulson there, kind of seeing it, and they basically steal Jane's work. <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember this part of the movie rewatching it. I was like, this is really messed up. Like they are they're literally saying like, all right, we're going to take everything, all your life's work. You can't look at it anymore. I'm hoping that this was like foreshadowing of like Hydra being infiltrated in shield. Otherwise like Shield's just like a dick company and they need to figure yeah, out government, stuff. <laughs>
3: government pulls that shit all the time. Come on. They're like, no, that don't study this and give me a computer.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was very, I guess realistic of what the government would do, but I was like, man, I thought yeah. these shield guys were good guys. Cause they're like, they're like teamed up with the Avengers, you know?
3: Yeah, it's early SHIELD, and Colson's still alive.
0: Yeah, man. Uh, Agent Colson. Oh, man. Love that character. I, I love Agents of Shield too. I don't know if you've ever watched I watched that love one. love that
3: show, even though Colson literally dies like seven times during the goddamn run of that show. He dies and comes back to life so many times. You're like, all right, what what what's going on? This Every time. Big... All the way, yeah.
0: in, all the way through the end i mean no spoiler alert i mean i'm just whatever
3: it's 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 done
0: it is done it's been done um some other big stuff in the film we uh get we do meet loki like Imran said so this is going to be like you're going to see loki's arc from very quickly being like Mm. this kind of cool brother to being full-on bad guy literally trying to kill his brother sending the destroyer down to earth to do it he knocks out his dad says like he lies and says to Thor on Earth, whenever Thor tries to get his hammer from this shield base, Loki visits him and says to his face, "You killed Dad because you stressed him out." I was like, "Man, Loki went bad guy." I mean, he was—he had been bad for a while, I guess. Yeah. He's the god of mischief. He's the god of mischief. I love his character. Tom Hiddleston nails it. He has a lot of great back and forth with. I love Idris Elba in this film as Heimdall. He yeah. plays the guardian. He's the keeper. He's got this guy's great in everything he does, and he's just a badass with that big ass sword. Moving through the story, wrapping it up, getting toward, like, the big chunks here. Loki makes a deal with the Odin High and basically says, we're going to be friends. We're going to take over Asgard. He's lying. He's going to make it look like he's the hero, save his dad at the last minute, and kill the Frost Giant, who is his dad, by the way.
3: Oh, yeah. Man, I haven't watched this movie in a long time. I'm that was Loki's dad
0: that he kills and saves his fake dad, <laughs> you know? Jeez. I know. He's and I wow. didn't, I didn't pick up on that till this rewatch. They were like he's huh. like he's like who's my dad though? And are like who are my parents and he was like the leader uh, essentially. I was like, "Oh my god." <laughs> so he wasn't just like a random frost giant. I no. also I also had like once you watch these movies so many times, you start yeah. really digging. Okay, so I was like, "Why did Odin take this baby for real?" Because Odin says he was like, oh, I wanted to bring our people together. But I thought about this. I was like, wait a minute. You're going to kidnap this thing's baby when you're supposed to have a truce with this guy. And I was thinking he was just trying to prevent another heir coming from the Frost Giants in that guy's name. And I think this was foreshadowing of like Odin kind of having a dark side like we'll learn in Thor Ragnarok.
3: I mean, he did some shady. Yeah, he did some shady shit. Uh, So there's early hints of that That's interesting Yeah, I did not pick up on that Because you
0: kind of view Odin As like this knowing all being When you first see him Like he's almost God
3: Yeah, yeah
0: And you're like Oh, he can't really do anything wrong Well, no He's just like the rest of us And he's still learning lessons All the way through the end
3: And that's the beauty Of all these characters Is everyone is flawed In ways sometimes You don't anticipate
0: Exactly Or like how something That seemed like You're like, oh, that was selfish You like kind of look at Peel back the layers Oh, that's why they did that Yeah um, getting to the end of the movie, Thor still doesn't have his powers. He gets, he goes to the destroyer that's been said by Loki. This thing smacks him, and he's, like, dying, says goodbye to Jane. Big, powerful moment. This is, like, the first Thunder Up. You've been waiting for it the entire movie. Who else was disappointed whenever he couldn't pull it out of the S.H.I.E.L.D. base? Phil, Agent Coulson said it all. He said, wait, I want to see this. I was like, all of us want to see it. He pulls out the hammer, brings the brings the heat. He beats the Destroyer, I think, in, like, 30 seconds.
3: Yeah, it does end very quick all of a sudden, doesn't it? It
0: does. It's very quick. Destroyer looked cool, though. It did look cool, and they actually yeah. end up, S.H.I.E.L.D. ends up keeping that and building the weapon that would eventually shoot Phil Coulson. In the next movie, we're going to review, after Iron Man 3, Avengers 1.
3: Oh, well, that's right. Wow, that's a great connection, too. I forgot about that.
0: Whenever you write down notes, you really yeah. can remember what happened. <laughs> It helps. I'm real. I'm a real pro notes guy.
2: <laughs> I'm literally learning today. Thank you. <laughs> you caught more on your rewatch than I did. Maybe I should do another rewatch.
0: I think you, you as many times as you can. Um. All right. So Thor's back. Molnir comes in hot. Uh, gets his power. Saves everybody. Doctor Selvig, Jane saves them all. This is so cool. This guy's the real deal. Um. You'll see what happens in Avengers. Like we said, we'll be talking about that one coming up. We're doing all of them. So back on Asgard, Thor leaves Earth, defeats the Frost Giants, faces off with Loki in an epic battle where they those two are fighting to the death at the Bifrost. Mm. The plan here was Loki's destroying, destroying Jotunheim because, as they foreshadowed in the first 10 minutes, Heimdall says that when you point this thing at a planet for too long, it'll blow it up. Mm. So Thor can't stop it. He's like, I can't stop it. But he's also promised Jane he'll be back. Well, he can't let... This species die. He destroys the Bifrost with his hammer. Odin ends up coming out, catches both of the boys before they fall off the edge. Thor is holding Loki. Loki looks up, says, Dad, I tried. I did this. And Odin just says, Nope. Loki falls off into the universe, falls down into this black hole. Where does he go? We'll find out later at the end credit scene of the movie. Wraps up. Thor and Odin reconcile. Thor recognizes he has a lot to learn. The ego is dwindling down by the end of the film before we get into the end credit scenes favorite part Imran, i see what are we what are well, we
3: getting... he was he was stu- I remember thinking he was he was stuck on Asgard at the end of this movie
0: Yes he's a, he's stuck on Asgard because yeah. he's broke this thing but then they just like fix it
3: Right then they figure out that Heimdall can just uh <laughs> run the thing and he shows up again I forgot about that
0: yeah. Uh, Cuz he does have the, like he even in, in Infinity War, he literally sends the Hulk down to Earth with just like his sword and he's like on his last breath.
3: Yeah, so Heimdall, we didn't know how strong Heimdall actually was. I mean, you just touch someone and send them. Uh, as far as a favorite part, actually these early movies, the end credit post credit scene got me the most because they were so new. And it was so like a comic book and nobody was doing that. And you were like, well, and now it's just commonplace. Even with WandaVision, people are like, is this stuff at the end? I'm going to watch till the end. There's nothing at the end. And you know what else? Six minutes of six. That's short. Yeah. 12 minute credits usually. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's very long. It's it's it. It looks good, but it almost looks yeah. like they were like, "Hey guys, we got to make this look really good so people yeah. watch it for a long time." Um, but I talking about in credit scenes. I say this all the time. Like the MCU, yeah, they sit the stage with this kind of stuff. I love at the end of this movie, it says just very straightforward. Thor will return in the Avengers. I was like, hell awesome. yeah. Yeah. I was like, don't mess around. Just tell me what's coming. That is so exciting. I was so pumped. I remember getting the teaser for the Avengers in the theater. It was like the post post credit. It was like uh, a, a, literally a trailer where they put it only in the theaters. And you just got flashes of like each hero. And I was like, it's coming.
3: And it's giving me chills thinking about it. After I remember the first one, I was like, oh, my God, they're doing this. And then in Hulk, it's a horrible movie. And there's another one. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is a thing. They're actually doing this. And it changed. It changed everything.
0: Talking about the end credit scene. Let's break it open. So we meet Dr. Selvig again. He's meeting with Nick Fury. Actually, before we get there, um, there's a YouTube video. It's at the very end of the movie. It's This is a callback to the fan mail we just highlighted with the uh, – talking about the the uh, black hole, the light hole, all that. Apparently, this is that – what we just explained and what Nick sent us in the text is what the end credit scenes is of the movie. Like, it leaves Heimdall and Thor, and it takes you on this journey oh, wow. through space, and it lands at the light hole at Asgard and, like, pulls you like, – it's a full, like, I probably two, three-minute thing.
3: Oh, wow. I so didn't know if you go back happened.
0: and watch it, you'll feel like you're traveling through space, like on one yeah. journey.
3: But yeah, cool.
0: then we do get Dr. Selvig. He meets with Nick Fury. They're going to study. We see for the very first time the Tesseract, Yeah. which we don't know yet. Maybe the, I'm sure the big Marvel fans knew, but I didn't know. This is an in Infinity Stone and they're teasing it out. We don't even know what it's called yet. We just know that he calls it power and that we're going to see this thing again in our next movie review. Captain America, the first Avenger of the MCU rewatch. And we see that loki is there he's on kind of like dr selvig's shoulder in the back in the distance kind of saying like "Ooh, let's see what this thing looks about teasing out that something's gonna happen with loki and power and dr selvig what are they setting up the avengers
3: dude that also ties into like his show once they reset the timeline and they he you know he he jumped with that tesseract at a different time and now he's in so again we're gonna see tom hiddleston uh soon on disney plus and and i think that's probably one of the greatest things that these thor movies gave us was loki it's so amazing
0: yeah think about this we're watching kind of like the first three episodes of loki because you see the loki that gets to avengers and then that's where loki picks up except he vanished you know it's a different it's a different one but still you know what i'm saying like up to that point we know what he's lived through yeah. Um, let's talk about this What are we going to see from Darcy in WandaVision I mean she picked up a stu- lot of stuff from Jane She's obviously kind of she. There's parts where she actually said something smart That proved that she was listening to Jane And learning mm. And she mm-hmm. is in Thor 2 The Dark World And she gets her own intern So she was moving up the corporate ladder And we yeah. do know from Age of Ultron That Jane ends up winning like a Nobel Peace Prize Because of how big and how You know well she's done in the world Yeah So, you know, Darcy was there. Is she going to be part of S.W.O.R.D.? Is that
3: what we're thinking? I think so. I think at the end of the first episode of WandaVision, that when they pull back and that there's a, looks like a lady's hand watching the screen, I think that's Kat Dennings. I think that's Darcy. Uh, I think she works, she now, because S.H.I.E.L.D. is done, so she's just working for S.W.O.R.D. now.
2: Yeah, I think a lot of people that we've seen in in movies throughout are going to end up being in that field once this next episode starts of WandaVision or just associated with sword in some way, for sure. That'd be a very cool, cool thing to happen. So I'm ready for it.
1: I know we're going to talk about WandaVision today, but I just watched an interview with Paul Bettany today Mm -hmm. and he gave a little nugget and he said he, somebody he acts with, he's wanted to act with his whole life. I saw that. Yeah. And he's very excited and it's a dream come true that he's working with this actor, and we don't know who it is yet.
3: Oh, oh my God. Who Did they they, dig up Marlon Brando? What's going on? Oh, my
0: gosh. I can't even. Is it going to be Luke Skywalker?
3: (laughs) It's going to be a DHCG Luke Skywalker. Again. (laughs) Listen, at some point, every actor in Hollywood will be in a Marvel product property. Or Uh, DC,
0: or uh, sorry, not DC, Star Wars and MCU, maybe eventually on Disney Plus become a multiverse. Oh, God. How do you explain
3: that one away? The (laughs) lie You explain oh, it because the light hole light hole the light <laughs> hole will take you from Star Wars what? to the MCU right what? this way what sir? if
0: I would have told you whenever Iron Man came out if I was st- standing in front of you in 2008 I'm like hey dude in 12 years we'll have five Marvel shows uh, uh in a year and four movies you'd be like no never no
3: way no way I mean I'd still have to pinch myself that I was I was watching endgame I remember the first time I'm like Are they showing me Spider-Man holding the Infinity Gauntlet, swinging (laughs) off Thor's hammer? Is this what I'm watching? (laughs) And I did that battle in the endgame when they started coming together. I totally expected them to, like, cut away and come back when it's over. I was like, there's no way. And then they showed you all of it. Oh, my God.
0: Everything you were, like, thinking, I hope I see this, you, you really saw it in Infinity War and Endgame.
3: I was, blown, I was like, I can't believe I'm watching this. They actually did this. And so, if you, if
0: you like the infinity uh, movies, we just did the infinity saga where we talked about both those things. So there's a whole episode yeah. just for you, just for that. Let's wrap up Thor. We'll rate it. We'll go do a round table. Uh, just my high level thoughts and my takeaway from the film, the story again, very much like Iron Man two story of ego. These are early days, Avengers. We're going to see all this play out again in Avengers. Their egos are not done with, and they're learning. They're learning how to be heroes. Um, but, uh, you know, Thor does go through his story arc of this phase. Um, and there is an absolute uh, – it's a heartbreaking, heartwarming, all at the same time kind of feeling of, of Thor and the, the stuff he's going through. He has a quote in here, actually, that correlates directly to a quote in Endgame. and he oh, wow. And he says in here to Selvig, I think, when they're at the bar drinking, which I just did an episode of Most of Superheroes, the music show, and we did mm-hmm. our top songs from the MCU – it's a song that's in this scene they're having the beer scene this is when Dr Selvig's like you got to leave town leave Jane alone he says for the first time in my life I'm I don't know what I'm supposed to do and Mm. in Avengers Endgame he says for the first time in my life I'm gonna live for I'm gonna live for who I am not who I'm supposed to be because his mom tells him to stop trying to be something for everybody else wow So just a big arc showing how he goes from being like this kid who can't wait to be king, like very Simba and just real pumped up to like run the nine realms. Then he starts learning like, oh, it's not all just being cool. Had a lot of fun with it. I obviously rewatched the shit out of it all the time. We gave a a thing about what I gave Iron Man 2. It's going to help me give a base for this. I'm going to give this a 3.1. DC Mike, let's go to you, and we'll work our way up.
1: It has been 10 years since I've seen this film, so your (laughs) recap helped me. I'm going to go safe because it's been a long time. But, I mean, the characters are there. The actors are there. The actresses are there. I'll go safe, and I'll just give it a 3.0. 3.0 from my 10 years of watching. Not watching.
0: Hey, uh, it's always an honest rating, you know. Make sure it's like what you really feel at the end of the day. You know, this movie, Giggler.
2: I'm gonna match your rating at the three point one. I was thinking about that. It, it's definitely something that I'll throw on the TV if it's on randomly, um, and en- enjoy every second of it. Um, but I, I love it how it set up everything, and it was it was a great movie by itself too. So yeah, three three seems like the or three point one perfect score. Not perfect, but
0: perfect for perfect, you yeah. because it's real and it's honest and that's hey, that's all that matters around here. Imran, give us your thoughts on the Thor film and your rating. And I know you guys do a, a ten scale, I think.
3: We do it out of ten, but I can convert. I have an iPhone. It's right. very quick. Well, yeah, an app that I, does that.
0: And you said you've metric. listened, so it's pretty it's pretty straightforward.
3: GPA kind of four 0. You guys using the metric system throwing me off. <laughs> uh look, it's is it uh is it a little silly? Sure. Is it is the potential some of it wasted? Maybe, but for its place in time, it is very entertaining. It was an important setup. We meet a lot, and like just talking about it again, we meet a lot of important characters. A lot of things happen that affect things later. So uh, I think it it deserves there, and it's a it's a good base for the, for the Thor character to grow. It needed to start somewhere. That's a good. It's a, it's an all right start. I'll give it a three. Also, I think. About <laughs> in the middle, a little above the middle.
0: Fair scores, I think that you know. Again, uh, our threshold usually ends up around that rewatchability on that three point It's yeah. like if you're rewatching it and you're having fun, it's like you're gonna be above three. If I find myself continuously saying
3: I'm not gonna watch this again, it's like well, you're in the twos. Is there an MCU movie you'd never watch again? I can think of maybe one. I don't know. <laughs> I would
0: say that's no. That's there isn't. There isn't one yet. I'll say that.
3: I'm gonna be honest. I tried watching Captain Marvel again. Oh, OK,
0: it. I I, it I, that might be the one, mm. <laughs> but I still watch it because you still get young Nick Fury. You still get young yeah, Nick agent Coulson cool
3: shit in there. Yeah.
0: Well, speaking of other MCU films, we are in the middle of an MCU rewatch. We're taking you along with the phase one through phase three stuff while we watch the brand new stuff coming out on Disney Plus all year. So next film will be Captain America, the first Avenger, So we'll do that one next week. Can't wait. Avengers will be after that. And then we will get into Iron Man 3. Uh, that's the first movie of phase two, another controversial one. You talk about one of the worst ones oh, yeah. or one that people don't really typically like to watch or talk about. We're going to watch it and talk about it.
3: Yeah, that one is, it's fun to talk about. And I still don't know whether I like it better than two or three. It's Shane Black. It's always at Christmas. I don't know what, what his deal is. But I honestly, this is fun to rewatch. I wish, I wish there was like a, but they probably a pill I could take That would allow me to watch Avengers again for the first time And relive that Because that moment I mean, watching Endgame in a theater was amazing I've never had an experience like that But watching Avengers the first time When they see everybody, they spin around I'm like, holy shit, they're doing this
0: And each one just shows up Like Tony just shows up You're like, oh, he's here now There's his music Okay, this is awesome I know this guy
3: (laughs) This movie shouldn't have worked like anybody else that did this movie, it would have been a disaster. It would and have been so bad. So bad. And we have evidence of that. It shouldn't have worked, and they just nailed it. And now he, Kevin Feige rules the universe.
0: And now look at us. Now he's like, hey, I can do this almost every day.
3: Yeah, I can do whatever I want now.
0: <laughs> well, we're here for it. We are nerding out Absolutely. super hard. It's never been more exciting to be a Marvel fan, MCU fan, or really just a superhero TV and film fan. And we are here to talk about all of it. When we come back, we're going to continue the journey down phase 4 and talk about the meat of today's episode, WandaVision episode 3. Before we do that, we'll take one quick break. Our last one and we'll be right back.
1: You've heard others, but nothing could prepare you for the shameful stupidity that is The Jock and Nerd Podcast. Here Imran.
3: So, if you offend everyone at once, it all it's a wash. I've covered everybody.
1: Anthony
0: on apple podcasts spotify and wherever you find your favorite podcasts the jock and nerd
3: podcast can't be silly goofy fun seriously people really listen to this uh jock and nerd
0: welcome back from the break hope you're having a good time we are talking all about the mcu today we just broke down thor for you my gosh that was really fun it's uh Uh, A good film. I hope uh, you guys, uh, you know, if you watch it, we we didn't even ask you. Tell us what you think of the movie. Write us in at MostlySuperheroes.com forward slash contact. Get you in uh, on the fan mail on the next episode. But now it's time to talk about phase four of the MCU. We are on WandaVision episode three. We're going to break it open, talk about the story, tell you what happened. Give us uh, our thoughts, what's going on. First, let's set a base real quick, kind of check in. This is a show that we're watching week by week, so you should be getting a feel for how we feel about this. I'm going to just lead us off. I'm I'm having a lot of fun. I know that I'm like the biased MCU guy, but I watch this TV show, and I think, this is something new that I have not seen in such a fun way that is this crazy mystery that just also happens to be, like, dark also. Like, it's funny, it's beautiful, but it's dark and it will grab me from cr- contrasting to these fun bubbly moments to these zoomed out zoomed in silent perfect no music these actors are so committed I'm having such a blast Giggler how are you feeling about WandaVision so far
2: yeah you just you hit the nail on the head there it's like it's just so awesome every episode has has docked it out of the park for me I I honestly can't wait till Friday it's 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 actually it, it hurts because I'm so pumped, like I just need to know. I'm just starved for like advancement of the story. Like I need to know what's happening. Like mm-hmm. these episodes are so short. That's my only complaint. Um, like there's seven minute credits, so like even when you pull up to see the time of the episode, it's like no, it's still not it's like that. Twenty
3: two minutes. This is like yeah. a standard sitcom runtime almost twenty two minutes.
2: Yeah, that's my only complaint, honestly. But I I've he- I've heard speculation. I don't know if this is true, but like the last few episodes are going to have more of like a movie type feel and be longer. I don't, I don't know if that's true or not. I guess it kind of makes sense. Cause every, every episode has been like more of a decade and we're, that's, that's, that's too many
3: episodes for decades. So you yep. like can do fun. the math and figure it out. Yeah. yeah. PC
0: Mike, how's it going with you? Cause I, I know I got, I want to hear emron's as well, but I know you guys have been talking about it. And I want to hear uh, what your crew's been talking about PC Mike, how's it going for you with WandaVision so far? Be honest. Yeah. Be honest too cuz we we all really, you know, stroke off MCU I feel like and I don't want you to get caught up in that if you're not feeling it.
1: <laughs> no, I I've, I've actually liked it more than I thought I would. Ah. Mm. Just like Yeah. I like the mystery aspect and putting some pieces together and like I like the internet coming together and coming up with clues like with the hexagons and all the little stuff like that. My big question is their budget I don't know how you spend $25 million in a 22 minute episode
3: where, yeah, I want to see this 250 million. You bastards. You better show this. You better show this by the end of it. I don't
0: think it's basic math, man. You can't just say that. It's like, you know, this might've been like a $2 million episode.
3: They said 25 million an episode. Oh, they did. Yeah. It's what they were working with, but they could shift it around, but still you would think Uh, they would
0: shift it around for these bigger, episode is
3: it the set i mean i don't you know i don't know is it the cast are they, are they i co- don't know like a like I think a yeah.
1: set cost 25 million dollars for this last maybe one? they like,
0: maybe they rented out an actual top golf for this part at the end that we'll talk about <laughs> 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 they didn't CGI. Actually, that,
1: that's legit my biggest like yeah little pet peeve like okay. how in the world are you spending this much money show me for- the money yeah, but it's like twenty two minutes and it's on an old Brandy Bunch set, it looks like, which I'm fine <laughs> yes. with. Yeah. I'm fine with, but like that's the only thing that like as I watch, I feel myself like an accountant. Like, well, how much was that? Yeah, but how, how much,
0: much how much does it cost compared to other TV shows that run for nine episodes that are like kind of prime time? Like, how much was Game of Thrones per episode?
3: I think
1: Game- it I think it cost more than Game of Thrones. It
3: did. Game of Thrones started at like 8 million and ended at like 15 million an episode uh, towards the end. Oh shit.
2: Yeah, got, oh shit. I got the data from this Instagram I sent you guys the other day. Each episode of Disney Plus WandaVision has a budget of 25 million, uh making it the most expensive TV show in history, topping go. the Pacific 20 million per and Game of Thrones at fifteen million per. Fifteen. Wow. Okay. Game of Thrones have like real
0: horses and like a battle of the bastards, like,
3: dragons. Yes, yeah. and a huge cast. And uh, maybe they're just
0: trying to. They have to pay Paul Paul Bettany to change in and out of his vision, non vision.
3: I think part of it may be that these people were being paid Hollywood actor movie scales. Now they're not going to take a pay cut to do a TV show. And if you are putting the same amount of money you were putting in a big movie. I would imagine they're going to want a, a hefty payday as well. But overall, the Fiji said each of these shows will be about six hours of content for each series. He did. That's fair. Yeah. So we're going to get the either getting get six hours, Falcon and Soldier, you're going to get six hours of this. In, in well,
0: different. Amron, how's it going for you? WandaVision so far,
3: dude? I mean, I echo all of your guys' statements. I'm digging it. The first two episodes like were a lot of fun. They didn't blow me away. But clearly, you know, they're slow rolling this. I was raised by television, literally. My parents are two TV sets, and <laughs> they and so I watched classic sitcoms my whole life, all summer reruns. And the attention to detail, the way they have nailed every decade's look, is amazing. It's so well done, and the fact that you get to see Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany really do more than you've seen them do this whole time in any of the movies. You have seen them interact more. Than they've ever interacted before. It's a great way to get to know these characters, and it makes me excited for Falcon and Windows Soldier because now I want I want to hang out with Bucky. I always wanted to know more about this Bucky. They barely give you anything.
0: I've said that too. That in terms of the Marvel show projects, that was one of the biggest reasons I was excited at all. Was like thinking about, wow, we're gonna get six episodes with Bucky Parnes. That's yeah. gonna be such a cool thing. Like he has had such a story, and none of it's really been told. Like he was in Wakanda for two years. Like. I mean, there's such a time of him being the Winter Soldier. I'm just going to be like a flashback. I'm excited. Well, today's all about WandaVision. We always like to set up the story just like they set up the story and take out what we saw was important. And I'll tell you right now, if you don't think the previously on part of a TV show is important, you're wrong. Previously on WandaVision, you get some glimpses of Dottie, Geraldine. Again, you know, you're going to get more of them. The talent show where they had to make sure they fit in. Then they showed us the beekeeper crawling up from the manhole where – We think Wanda rewound that thing, said, I don't want to see that right now. And boom, at the end of the episode, she's pregnant. She's going to have a baby. I'll tell you one thing that's not getting old at all is seeing the Marvel title run every single week.
3: I miss that. dude. I miss that. And when it came out, I was like, oh, this feels so right. Uh, And then I loved in the first episode how it turned to black and white. Yes, And also the audio, I was listening to the headphones The audio goes from stereo to like a mono recording You know, as it goes black and white So there's so many little attention things The detail that they do that that I, I miss most of them But they've clearly built this show for what you guys said People to go on the internet and freeze frame this And come up with clues And that's the smartest thing they could do Because all week long you're just like talking about it And you want more, you want more They leave leave you wanting more And it's a great puzzle show which I love like lost. I think you guys mentioned it reminded you of lost. It's a lot it's got that lost feel where it's a puzzle.
0: And Imran, you you weren't kidding about uh, uh sitcoms. So you have a you have another podcast?
3: Yeah, I do one called Dance of Joy with my sister. We are rewatching every episode of Perfect Strangers, the hit sitcom with Balky and Larry. Uh there's a eight seasons of that show. But studying that show and studying sitcom and it's still the reason we did that—I grew up watching that show, and I—it's on Hulu, and the show's still hilarious. I was like, this show is still really funny—the timing, the comedy. So we just decided to do it. But it, referencing other sitcoms and studying these other sitcoms, like they did all their homework and they did it really well.
0: Well, I think you, I'm sure you've had a joy then with these episodes. Absolutely. My goodness, they are really doing it right. I love the entry titles. I love how they have inspiration. I've said this before on the show from other sitcoms. This one, we are in color. This was the big transition at the end of episode two. Wanda is graduating through a normal relationship with Vision, and she is kind of, I think, making these things happen. In a fashion to where, okay, now we're in color, it's the 70s. Well, what would happen next in a relationship of a married couple? They'd have a baby. That's what's the theme yeah. of the whole episode. You get some Brady Bunch, Partridge Family vibes in this intro, I felt like.
3: Imran, mm. did you agree or did you see anything else in there? I, no, absolutely. The font is straight up Brady Bunch. The uh, Partridge Family is comes to the music. It reminds me a lot of the Partridge Family. Uh, the repeating titles, Mary Tyler Moore did that. The bit where they're on the bicycle reminded me of Three's Company a little bit. I tell you, I watched a lot of television. I've watched it all, unfortunately. (laughs) Wasted a lot of time. But they're hitting all the right notes. And even the set is like a flip of the Brady Bunch house. Same staircases. It's just mirrored the other way. Wow! So they did a good job of making it look like those shows, but not straight copying the show, making it their own thing. And Which I love the line
0: in the theme song. One plus one is more yes. than two.
3: <laughs> there's a lot of, and there's a lot of references to two to twins in the whole episode. Mm. I really, I, this is my favorite so far because it did something, the whole episode, everything mattered. And it seemed like every line was important that every line is a clue. Almost.
0: I was, so I, t- you know, obviously uh, doing this podcast, you take notes and I noticed that like, I'm almost writing the transcript right. of the Cause episode. Cause it's important. so, because it's so short. Mm. And there's so much. I'm literally like, I'm like, oh man, okay. why well, just get, uh, and that's why you'll see. That's where we got to plug our YouTube channel. All these images are from Disney Plus, and we, I've got the snapshots of what I saw as I broke this out because you can break it down, kind of moment by moment. Speaking of which, Doctor is in the house. Okay, we get this doctor. Yeah. I love this guy. I don't know if anybody has the actor name handy. He's hilarious. I think he's perfectly cast. He fits right in. You feel like you are watching a sitcom that's been on television for a long time, but looks like high def. It looks very good. Yeah. Def, he says, you're definitely pregnant. It's happening fast. Vision's concerned. Wanda's excited, so excited. To get a zoom-in shot of here. You can see where she's really just, like, embracing this moment of, like, I can't wait for this. She's happy about where things are headed. The whole episode is around this pregnancy, keeping it a secret still. They're not really telling anybody because she's been pregnant basically overnight.
3: <laughs> yes.
0: Vision predicts things. this thing's going to come in three days. We turn it out. It's going to be a lot fa- faster than that. And just talking about that part a little bit before I move on to the next piece, because it's the next piece about the neighbors. Um, you know, it's, it, uh, we expect these twins to come. This has been like the whole uh, idea that these kids are coming in the comics. I know they have these kids wicking in speed and we've seen from the trailer, like the baby stuff is coming. So you expect two kids right off the bat. But one thing is for sure is that, you know, Wanda's excited about this. She wants this to happen. The question is, are these kids going to be, real they're going to exist for real are they going to be hmm. something that continue on to be like young avengers and exist or are these seriously just like in wanda's head emron what were you thinking during the early part of the episode seeing like it was going to be a pregnancy focused show
3: i mean I, I thought it was hilarious that he, when he goes out and comes back out comes back in, he's like holy oh, mo you're bigger again uh and the doctor's name is dr nielsen which may be a nod to the Nielsen ratings, but I thought it was hilarious how Dr. Nielsen does not think women are very smart, does he, guys? He made it about the fruit. Yes. And then he has another line later to Geraldine about, oh, you'd make a perfectly good nurse. <laughs> they But it's picking up on the tropes of these 70s sitcoms where that's kind of how it was. I also uh, love, other, I,
0: I'll go ahead.
3: No, just the thing I love is the setting of the sitcoms is, like I said, I watched these sitcoms and these sitcoms, always had a twisted warped reality to begin with you have crazy sitcom rules you see it in here baby comes out it's perfectly clean bang that's a sitcom trope. silly stuff like that so the fact that she's already warping more in that warp reality it just it's so clever it's
0: really good and uh this is where that that sitcom reality mindset really gets tested in this next part this is where vision goes outside the doctor leaves of course he's going on vacation that would be a sitcom (laughs) if he wasn't Um, But he says uh, Vision sees Herb, got a photo of it here, and he's sawing through his brick wall with these hedge clippers just smiling away. This actor is hilarious. He's so funny. And Vision says, you're getting carried away there. He goes, oh, I am, and just smiles real big. What in the hell is happening here? Somebody tell me. I I I have a theory, I think. Okay, go. Oh, this is –
2: I don't know. I just think it could be maybe the like a symbolism for what she's doing is fracturing the multiverse.
0: Right. Content. It's breaking things. That's that's all I got. She's spinning, Dude. she's she's having contractions, things are spinning. The the we're gonna get the water breaking scene. Maybe she's breaking people.
2: Yeah. That's also you're right. Herb is the man, probably one of my favorites of the whole show. <laughs>
3: double yeah. you gotta do the double guns. He's done that like every episode. Herb's like yeah. <laughs>
2: It's hilarious, but uh, that that's that's my thoughts. Who knows? We'll see in the future, I guess. But it was just so I I was thinking about this for days. I was like, what? <laughs> what is the significance of that? I don't understand.
3: It's so creepy and weird.
0: It is creepy and weird. We're gonna talk about more about the neighbors having some concerns about something later. They actually shed a little bit about who they are, so maybe that'll help us. We'll talk. We'll maybe revisit this when we get there. Uh, we do get some kid names here. They're getting the house ready. They say they're basically fighting whether it's gonna be Tommy or Billy, assuming it's gonna be a boy. Uh, we see that the butterflies in the above the crib come to life, and she says, "I didn't mean to do that." Uh, we she are led to believe, it's probably. I think it was the babies.
3: Whoa! Well, she's we, either way, she's creating life now. She made the butterflies come oh. to life, and she's creating life that are going to be. There's another clue about like the stuff she creates, and we'll get to the end. Uh, it may stick.
0: Okay, that's so. Interesting. Her creating life is yes. probably
3: what's warping. Yeah, because what, of what's next. Because next
0: is the storks.
3: Yeah, that was weird too.
0: And they're, but you're right; they're alive. But here's where I thought it wasn't her: is whenever she tried to make it disappear, and it was like,
3: nope, no, it, she couldn't. I don't. The stork, maybe if you you know read the uh, like the Mephisto Agatha Harkness, whoever wants the babies, and that may have been the stork. And there was red smoke and Wanda could not get rid of the stork. Very interesting. Stork brings the babies. Was, was it coming to take the baby?
0: Interesting as well. Yeah. And also, speaking of these babies, you know, who's been pushing this uh, relationship along the whole time? But Agnes, and we're going to get her in the episode. seems like well, the May- whole
3: town. The whole town's chanting for, for the children. For, right the, at her. for the children. They all wanted to have this baby, and I think that's a big part of it because uh, the babies are the resolution for these people in this town.
0: Um. So then there's the part where, okay, so the baby's coming. She starts having contractions. I, you get a great line from Vision. Let's abandon the kitchen.
3: <laughs>
0: I laughed both times again. Um, and then there's a part where they Vision, uh, Wanda kind of says, you know, something doesn't feel right, and Vision really thinks about it. And he says, I think, you know, you're right. Uh, the hearts, Agnes, and uh, Herb next door, something's wrong. And it's really eerie. This, again, grabs me oh, rewind, you know, insert cheesy, just we're going to be okay, we'll figure this out.
3: Yo, how many of you guys thought your Disney Plus glitched out and was like, well, hold on, let me, what happened? I'm, I'm rewinding this. I'm so
0: Everybody. glad you asked this. This is, I, I'm going to straight up complain right now about Disney Plus for a second. <laughs> I, it, it, it backed up, okay? But here's what we've been doing for the show. We do group watches for the Mostly Superhero Squad with, okay. our, with the link. This thing starts glitching out so bad that like I was, Whenever that part happened, I was like, oh, man, this thing really is oh, still glitching man. out. I had to rewatch like, the whole episode because the group watch was glitching. Disney Plus, I'm just saying it so that it doesn't happen again. <laughs> Otherwise, we can't do that. I can't watch it for the first time You're like you like
3: Wanda's that. rewinding everything in this episode. What's it, going on? It was
0: skipping 10 seconds like at a time.
3: Oh, my God. Yeah, that's super glitch. That yes. unwatchable. That so,
0: unwatchable. But anyway, I, I did think that for real because of that. But it, but it was, right? He, so she's no. doing this, we assume.
3: Yeah. Anytime he gets close to figuring out what the reality is, she resets things. And I love the awkward jump edit cut was hilarious, actually. And kind
1: that's of awesome. when she's not around, things start to kind of fall apart too. Yeah. yeah. Like outside
3: with him cutting yes. the wall. So that I think not that's it. part of Herb is she was distracted. Yeah. And is Herb uh a sword agent or a townsperson? Is he actually trying to cut through the barrier in real life to get in here? Uh, I don't know. Break through the fourth wall or whatever they call yeah, it. Too. Yeah. Yeah. I like See, TV. and that's the other thing about, yeah, sitcoms. There's always that fourth wall that you are yeah. looking to. So I'm wondering if they're ever going to address that and it, like well, break yeah. that and address the
0: camera. Well, it's, oh, yeah, I, what, what sitcoms or what TV shows are going to come next? It's like I've heard theories about like The Office and stuff. Yeah. It's well, like, so oh, then
3: you could God. do straight to
0: the camera. Straight to the camera, sitting there talking. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Uh, we'll see. So the next thing that happens, babies coming, water breaks. It's literally raining. I guess like Wanda's like I don't know if it's like
3: water. I'm sure it's just water. No, that's kind of gross though. It is was kind of gross. Not, and
0: what then I thought, that? well, at least it's just in their house. Yeah. It wasn't. Geraldine yeah. shows up. She needs a bucket. Yeah. Vision runs at hyper speed to go get the doctor. <laughs>
3: He just used his powers in public. I thought that was awesome.
0: Uh, Yeah, it just literally puts him on his back. He's like, I don't care. We just, yeah, we got to do this. But he can
3: fly. Why is he running? I don't understand what's going on.
0: And then we get our first ad of the episode, the only ad of the episode. Every episode has had one ad in the middle, usually themed around, like, the two same, like, people. Like, it's like, who are these people? Are these her parents is what I think. Yes. And this one is, need a break? Come to a world all your own. Problems float away, get away! Don't go anywhere. Hydra soak. Find the goddess
3: within. Amazing. The commercials are some of my favorite parts of these episodes. First of all, like the like, I'm like, oh, I gotta, I, I want to dig in and find the clues. I love it. I think it's her trauma. Each one is is something that that's traumatized her, and this one is just about. But I think it's her parents too. It's the same two people. But they're done so well, too. It's so good.
0: And, like, that's what it's like. That's just the memory part. Like, there's my, it's just like her brain yeah. waving in and out of these tra- those tragedies. Igler, yeah, yes, did I you have, have any thoughts yeah. on the commercial? Did you, like, pick anything out? No,
2: I, I totally agree. I think it's just their trauma that's just deep down in her head, like a lot of Hydra related stuff. Yeah. Um, I think there was some sort of Easter egg between this soap and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. where, uh, Colson talked about Hydra having like mind control soap. Yeah. Back in the day. Oh my I god. Didn't. Good
0: yeah, job, I Andy. geez I do not. I do not. I don't remember that.
2: Reddit. If you go to Reddit, um like episode discussions, it's insane what the people will say in there. Like, I it blows my mind. Like, some people. <laughs> like, <laughs> they find. Cool.
3: Well, so people were trying to conceive if there's a connection between Agents of Shield and. Like that whole Marvel TV product and all the Netflix, that's a, they're like entirely different department, different creatives altogether. I really don't think Kevin Feige wants anything to have to do with any of that stuff. But that episode, he was in the framework, and Colson was like a, a conspiracy theorist, and he was going studying Hydra mind control soap. Yes.
0: Well, there you go. I mean, that's a direct – I would say that that is a connection near that. I guess. I guess, so but –
2: mm, I think mm. they'll make connections to that show – when convenient but i don't think they're gonna go go hard at it i think uh, also there yeah. could
0: just be straight up easter eggs planted in here that don't mean a damn thing
2: yeah
1: i think it's gonna be like watching the movies now like and then looking all the way back at like thor or something like that and you're gonna see oh wow they talked about this yeah Oh
0: my gosh i'm
1: three years down the line
0: I love that, or if like it's a scene from like actual like from Iron Man where like something happened. Like here's something that I've never had explained to me, like from Iron Man. What? Why was that weird Captain America shield in his? It was actually Iron Man two where he's building the oh, element. Oh right, right.
3: He had that before. Yeah. What was
0: like? Was that a, a prototype he
3: built? Uh,
0: was that? For... I thought
3: that was the one. Don't me explain it, it was uh, Howard? His father had it from before and gave it to him.
0: But it was yeah. in in Iron Man two. It's that like it weird before. Captain yeah. America. Yeah. It's like a yeah. weird wiry shield. Oh yeah, 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 and he uses it to prop up his particle accelerator when he's building a yeah. new element to power his suit. And yeah. I was like, "What is this, Captain America shield?" Phil Coulson goes, "Do you know what this is?" And I was like, yeah. "No one has ever explained this to me. Maybe like multiverse like pops in there. Someone like dropped it." <laughs> you
3: know? That's one of those things that they didn't. They just kind of threw in there. You're right. That don't mean anything. That maybe they could tie it back in. But that's a good question. I've always wondered. Yeah.
0: Um, All right, moving the story along along in WandaVision, we get back from the ad. Vision goes get the doctor. Geraldine's here. Um, And she's telling her a story about Mr. Haddix drinking uh, water from the water fountain upside down. She's, like, trying to impress him with this idea for a commercial for what's it called? Uh, Sugar O's.
3: O's. Yeah, Sugar O's or something.
0: And she gets a big promotion, and that's what she tells the story of. Wanda goes into labor, Geraldine's going to have to deliver this baby, the house is going nuts. Geraldine's there to help. She's helping Wanda get through this. This is where Vision gets back and this baby is born. We have Tommy. You have a really nice moment. These are the moments that like break my heart and I think that yeah. it's going to break us break our hearts later. It's like Vision and Wanda sharing this moment. She says, "Turn into yourself, you know, so your son can really see you." Ugh. Sad. It's sad. Yeah. Um, and then she screams, she screams so so big, and <laughs> she has a second baby. And this is where we got that backhanded compliment from the doctor <laughs> saying you could be a nurse, Geraldine.
3: Make a great nurse. <laughs>
0: uh, doctor's trip. This is where Vision walks out with the doctor, and we get this close up scene, and he goes, well, Are you gonna go on your trip? And the doctor says, well, You know it's hard to go small towns. And he walks them. off. Can't escape yeah. him. Can't escape him. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yes. So hard to escape.
3: Yeah.
0: And walks off. And this is where we get more weird uh, attitude from the, the from the people actually being kind of more, and more forthcoming with what's happening. The to the people of the town of Westview, we have Agnes and Herb, and they call Vision over and they basically say, "Hey, is Geraldine in there with Wanda?" Well, meanwhile, Geraldine's in there with Wanda. They're sh- they're rocking the babies, and wanda acknowledges her brother pietro who did die in avengers age of ultron and says i had a twin and she sings a song in sokovian Mm. geraldine is very visibly remembering something and it's making her lose her track of the tv reality world and she's thanking, and she says your brother pietro he was killed by
3: ultron right Dude, this was a vocal oh shit moment for me where I said it out loud. And this is why this is my favorite episode because every episode has <laughs> got to have an oh shit moment. I was like, oh shit, Ultron is getting real. What's going on? I looked over like after the
0: scene had like stopped and I, my fiance was staring at me because apparently I was like so tuned into the TV. Yeah. I was going and I was saying out loud, of course. Oh shit. Oh my God. Oh shit. Oh my God. <laughs> She does not like this. Wanda doesn't like it, right? She's like, what did you say? And she gets more vicious. Goes back out to the neighbors. Agnes says, this lady don't have a husband. She don't have a job. She doesn't even have a home. Yeah, so what's
3: she talking about? The pipes in my house burst. She she was lying. Yeah, it's suspicious. I think she was lying. But so that means that Geraldine knew what to lie about enough.
0: Yeah, she's watching, right? Like, send her in, I think.
3: Yeah, yeah. That was interesting
0: especially Very with truman the Truman show.
3: yes like, i yes. oh i, I had yes. to
0: highlight what you guys said on your podcast uh uh imran was there was truman show meets pleasantville
3: yeah a little pleasantville a little creepy you don't know what like if you started pleasantville when well, it's black or white but and then because the reveals the color and you don't know who's pulling the strings and wanda's pulling the strings but there's all these other forces
0: and then herb says you know she's not, she's from out of town she's not from here and yeah and he says because we're all because we're, oh, my
3: God. He almost told her what was going on. I at, was like, what? Because we're all one. Herb, finish your I, goddamn sentence. I
0: was like, is it trapped? Is it
3: mutant? Yes. Is it something like, it we're, we're Are we special? Dead? Are we dead? Yeah. Are we sleeping? <laughs> Are we, uh, yeah. What, what, Herb, finish your thought. Ugh.
0: What did you think uh, PC Mike was happening whenever he gives this hint? Was there any kind of like, oh, any any light bulbs going off during this scene with the neighbors and Vision? Man, it had me watching the TV like I was hooked.
1: I kind of I kind of feel like the characters that are kind of planted there mm. like have that human aspect like they want to help Vision but they know they can't because maybe there's something else they have to do for the better good. Mm. They like they don't want to spoil their mission but they have that human instinct in them to help. That's kind of how I felt about it. Like he's so he wants to tell him so bad but he just can't compromise whatever they're there for yet.
0: Yeah, he even leaves with the finger guns again. So it's like, <laughs> I'll see you. <laughs> um, going back to Wanda, she's, she's now up close and personal with Geraldine, who we believe to be Monica Rambeau. Just and from theory. Not unconfirmed. I will still say to this day. has not been confirmed. I haven't seen. She's wearing a sword a necklace. And when Vision gets back in, we get creepy Wanda smile, borderline evil. And saying Nope, we're all good. She left.
3: She's very sinister. She's very Sinister's like, a good Is word. She, yeah, she was. was. She's turning bad. What? I mean, if they set her up to be the bad in the Doctor Strange movie, if she Because if they take her kids, she's gonna snap.
0: Well, and, and you let's, don't wanna
3: piss off Wanda.
0: And let's just jump ahead to it. What we were like, you almost wonder what did she do? What did she do? Oh, well, she threw Geraldine out of the reality. Boated. Get to the big part of the episode. Geraldine's in a field. Helicopters show up. SWAT teams come in, and there's a top golf-sized stadium, light lit alternate reality where sword or shield or somebody is doing something, and I'm so excited.
3: I'm screaming. Westview is a real town. It's not something she yes, it's a place. So you have look now. You have you have sword agents. You have uh, Hydra, maybe. You have Agnes, and maybe there's some kind of devilish connection. But then you have the townspeople that are are they trapped there, and they can't do anything about it. And I think it's wild. So if you were in this town, one day to you was in black and white, and then the next day was also in black and white, and now this third day is in color oh and everything's Seven? Gosh. Is that what you're experiencing? Like they're at their houses.
0: At? They're at their own houses. Yeah, and it's
3: just changing around them. And they and is that is that what it's like to be in this town? Like how wild is that?
0: I also loved how it went from the frame from the seventies yeah, four three
3: to wide. Yeah, to sixteen
0: yeah. nine and like cinematic cinematic view. Went to they like even who-
3: shot it like the seventies, like the camera angles. I have to say the funniest line was when Dottie goes, does, "Does these earrings make me look fat?" And the power goes <laughs> and He goes, "Oh thank God!" And it just cuts <laughs> away those ass. Like that's funny.
0: Love that part. Giggler, how are you during this uh, whole sequence of scenes leading to the end of the climax of the episode?
2: Oh, God. I have so many thoughts. So, like, I I also kind of noticed that when Vision came back inside, Wanda told him that um, Geraldine went home. So I think that's he's going to notice that she's lying, because he knows now that she does not have, she a, doesn't home. have a
3: home. Yeah. So like, if he
2: doesn't bring it up and she doesn't realize that what he's like aware, oh, he of. knows.
3: I think he knows something's up the hell a little bit,
2: right? But like she keeps rewinding, so so he
3: can't. Think, yeah, he can't even do. I don't anything. think
2: he can rewind if she's not. She can't rewind if she's not aware that he, what he's onto. So mm. that's something he can maybe kind of start to notice that and kind of investigate, or or who knows. Um, but yeah, this this scene when she left, I mean, or when she booted her out of out of that, they are. Um, I just think, I mean, if you think about it, she. Came out wearing those clothes that yes potentially yep. were created in that's that important space yes Uh-oh. Come out of
0: there so
3: that. everything she's making is gonna be okay in the outside world that right that's, that's and you got bigger. this
0: and you got this vision running around like doing things on his own like
3: so is is this how they bring vision back for a while I was like is this someone and he just uh, he's posing as vision because I'm like vision's dead is he completely a figment but if she can just create things and then they're alive outside boom. The vision's back there's your vision
2: it's crazy but I, that could be it i don't know yeah. that's just something that hit me earlier and i was just like what well it's just crazy like i think she would come out wearing whatever she went in wearing but right yeah, yeah. so interesting a, a dad and two kids that might be popping out of there at some point who knows yeah and what else like i mean just say she's gonna keep, also, no, bro, yeah go ahead are these kids gonna age like they uh, yeah can be-
3: I think the kids will be teenagers by the time the show ends and they come out. I bet you anything.
2: There's a crazy way to add, like, like you said, Logan, earlier, like two new Avengers, young Avengers, potentially like, but also there could be something sinister going on behind all, all of this. So I'm pumped for, we got what, six episodes left. I, I cannot wait.
0: I also want to talk about what is going on with her mentioning Pietro because I feel like there's maybe some relevance there like is she yeah. is 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 that also just a memory thing where it's like her tragedies and that's her way that's the show's way of telling us like when this is like kind of happening maybe too it's like okay age of ultrons went down but like I don't know I was like I, I've heard rumors of a uh, quicksilver uh, coming back and uh, the one from the X-Men But the other one yeah the, the other Fox one, one
3: but not I heard Evan Peters may play somebody completely different also I don't know Interesting Uh I think that that's a good question. They, there's a reason she mentions Pietro. It's it, it's the moment where both of them are kind of snap out of it, right? Yes, it brings
0: so, them back to the real the real yeah. world, like the now world. PC Mike, yeah. what do you think?
1: I mean, remember that episode that she didn't even remember her name until yeah. Wanda touched her? Like oh, she, yeah. Right when they first met her, she didn't know her name until Wanda touched
3: Geraldine her. Geraldine didn't. Yeah, she was yeah. like, yes. "Uh, Geraldine." And then, yeah. yeah, I thought that was weird too. Yeah. So it was,
1: is there something like, I don't know, are they like feeding off each other, like to try to get back to reality or try to figure something out? I don't know. I don't know. It's, I think that they're leaving breadcrumbs that go nowhere sometimes,
0: too. Yeah, sometimes that's maybe, but sometimes.
3: Dude, some of this stuff seems so specific and mm-hmm. purposeful that uh, there's got, so I think Agnes is wants Wanda to have these babies. So she could steal them. I think the townspeople are behind Agnes. They won't want Wanda to have these babies so this nightmare can be over. And then Geraldine, whether she's a, a, on a mission from Sword or she's rogue, she got in there. And I think how she got in was the helicopter, it was actually something from the outside world, mm-hmm. became a toy. The helicopter, maybe how she. So she's trying to snap Wanda out of it to prevent uh the baby's getting stolen but
0: And when she I, told her like to not tell vision what they were there's a close up shot of her and to me she looked very afraid Yeah. She was like no she no said, no She said
3: stop it just like uh Kitty said in the uh last mm. episode. Wow. She was like stop it. So she, Agnes needs her to be pregnant and have these babies and the babies to be there. I d- yeah. Oh.
1: Well she had the brooch
3: again whatever. Yeah, had the brooch. Yeah. It had three people on it.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, I'll tell you this. Elizabeth Olsen did uh, have an interview um, recently where she said that episode four is a huge turning point in the story. That it's going to be much more. It's going to move the story forward. um, And I am so excited to see. We have five left.
3: But they've done that. They give you a little bit more every episode. So I can really see them ramping up. Plus, the first three were the only ones critics got to see. Beforehand, and I think that was also on purpose to kind of give them the tone. So I'm expecting even more big things to shake up because the formula is always the end of the episode. Something weird happens, pulls back the reality. I think that it's more reality is going to get pulled back every Mm -hmm. episode until the last two. It's just gonna be full on vision blasting lasers at something. I don't know. Yeah. Show me the money. Like I remember the said.
0: trailer of them using their powers for real and flying up, and it looks like they are in Westview. Like by that point, it might be like on the verge of happening or something. You know, it's and like yes. Yeah. This-
3: uh, also, he he said Paul Benny said this is good. When this ends, it's gonna make you look at the MCU in a whole new way. And that same article, he's talking about. I want to. I'm working with an actor that I always want. He's like, This is gonna check. I mean, they're making a lot of bold claims. They have since the beginning. So far it's kind of paid off though I got to Well, I'll say
0: yeah, we talk about the Infinity Saga like these guys figured out a formula and I'm telling you like the the rhythm of how these movies come out and how well the story is told. If they really figured this out and they have all this money, you I'm know, we yeah. are seeing it play out in the most exciting way for an MCU story to be told, which is weekly now. Yeah. Was
1: this the first one that was supposed to come out originally too? No.
0: Falcon Winter Soldier was supposed to be originally in August. And Black Widow was supposed to be back in May. Yeah, and before
1: like, everything. That's crazy, though, that now they, they let off with this one that could possibly change everything.
0: Yeah, but know. here's what I think. I think it's one of those situations where it's kind of like, uh, you know, you could... Uh, it's almost like Thor and Iron Man 2. You just you flip-flop them. It doesn't really matter.
3: I think it was a good idea. I think the pandemic and the fact that they didn't put out anything for over a year, which... You know, they were putting out four things a year. Suddenly, no Marvel content. I think if you went Winter Soldier first, you kind of know what you're going to get, right? You're getting superhero action, explosions. But this show, nobody knew what what the hell the show was going to be. So I love the break, but I also love coming back to something so different and weird and wild and inventive.
0: Yeah, you know what it was? It was <laughs> the part. The strategy behind it was. Hey guys, everybody knows and loves Captain America. And then yeah. like the guys behind Wadavision vision were like, Hey, I don't know if anybody really knows vision. <laughs> so we yeah. need to introduce that first. And then, you know, when p- the pandemic hit, they were like, yeah. well, we're in a, we're in a corner and we're going to do this. And I mean, I am loving that it came out this way. Cause I think not to say, I know what to expect with Falcon and winter soldier, but it's going to be a totally different show. It's just yeah, totally yeah. different. All right. Let's uh, do some uh, overall thoughts, wrap this up. Uh, And uh, what do we think Uh, I was going to say? Oh, I was going to bring up one piece that I think you guys probably covered this, too, uh, around episode two, Imran. I don't know how it's going to be after episode three, but that this was the highest MCU rated piece on uh, Rotten
3: Tomatoes. Not anymore. Not anymore. After episode three, dropped a couple of points and it's now tied (laughs) uh, at second. Uh, Black Panther, number one, 96%. It was at 97% after two episodes, three episodes, 94%. I don't unless it completely bombs. Because before this came out, I was like, "What if this just show sucks? What if this show completely pops? It would be disaster." I don't think it's going to bomb, but uh, yeah, it's number two, tied with Endgame at ninety four percent now.
0: Well, I'm excited about where it's going. Uh, we are, I mean, there's there's five episodes left. We got a lot to talk about. This is again a dream for a weekly podcast. We are having a blast talking about these, diving deep on it. We want to hear your thoughts, your theories. I know you have them. If you're listening, everybody out there has their own theories. I I think it's going to be one of those situations where, like, some of us are right about this part. Some of us are right about this part. I think that uh, there's a lot to unpack, and they're keeping us guessing on purpose is what it seems like, too. It's
3: fun, though. It's fun to guess. Ah, uh, wait. Let me ask you this question because this is what Rugboy brought up, and it kind of made sense. The first three episodes, he's like, these episodes are more fun to talk about than they are to actually watch. And I was like, okay, I kind of understand where you're coming from. I think the third one was a little bit more enjoyable, but it was just a slow open. But yeah, for me, per
0: for me personally, I do love talking about it. But like, I mean, watching it is such an experience. Like, I'm really tuned in. Yeah, you know, I've
3: watched each one like three or
1: four times. Right. <laughs> PC
0: Mike. I'm the other
1: way. I like looking at like the theories and stuff like that, like mm-hmm. kind of seeing people put stuff together, reading articles, and I don't know. I like that a little bit that's more because I miss a lot of stuff. Yeah. So going back and seeing that and connecting it, that's what I enjoy most about this show because it's different. I've never done this with a superhero type show before. I um, try to look for clues and do different things like that.
0: Giggler, overall thoughts, episode three, What are you excited about for episode four?
2: Um yeah, I'm excited to see who's all in this field that we're looking at right now. And This is
3: these are sword agents for sure. Uh Yeah, but... I
2: just think who like specifically who what? like I mean, I don't know, Colson could be there. He's
3: probably not, but Well, I think we're going to see uh Randall, Randall Park is Jimmy Woo. Yeah, Ooh, I think was the voice on the radio on the last episode. Yeah, more, yeah, yeah. More yeah, I've seen that yeah, I agree. yeah, I think that could
2: be that, like people like that that like, we just haven't seen in movies. They're here like side characters. They might be uh, pretty big parts of this going forward. Who knows? Just or we might not see this uh, Again. Yeah. people for another couple episodes. Who yeah. knows? But I'm I'm locked in. I if I could uh, have Wanda's powers and like rewind time, I'd fast forward time and. T- Friday, <laughs> the Friday. That. I, that's how excited I am so
0: Let's hell yeah hell yeah we'll keep it going Amron uh what uh what were overall thoughts on the show and what are you guys gonna be talking about when's your episode drop on uh, when you guys are doing this I'm sure you guys gonna be breaking it wide open too
3: yeah we just moved our uh, recording release day so uh, our episodes coming out tomorrow Wednesday We've already record we recorded yesterday just to keep things more relevant so it's a little bit of a change but in the big scheme, it doesn't matter. I think that G. I think Marvel caught a break with the pandemic, with the break, with f- making this show first. This show, I feel, will bring in more people to the MCU because you can enjoy it if you know absolutely nothing. If you you know what a TV sitcom is, right? You've heard of I Love Lucy, Brady Bunch. You're in, no problem. I find a lot of people. I'm sure they suggested watching Age of Ultron after this. I think a lot of people will watch this and they'll like, oh, who's this character? Let's watch Ultron. The first first thing, it's so accessible for outside people, but then for the nerds, oh my god, it is a three five course dinner with appetizers and a dessert and just just keeps giving. It is a. It's like Garfield's never ending lasagna thing. Man, I'm old. I just make old references. Who even knows what Garfield is anymore?
0: That's great. Well, who doesn't remember Garfield? If you don't know who Garfield is, get out of here. There's even a live-action one now, so you can watch that one, <laughs> young, I mean, young if kids. I,
3: if I make an Alpha and a Mr. <laughs> Belvedere joke, just cut my mic. So, what am I well,
0: uh-huh. we're going to keep walk- talking about uh, WandaVision. It is, I'm having a blast. I'm having. A, I'm, I'm obviously biased as hell, but I totally agree with Imran. This is a show that like you could totally pick up. I said it before. We're all learning what's happening to these char- characters kind of with the characters so whether you're an mcu fan or not you absolutely could get on board right now but if you are a deep cut nerd like us you want to hear the break opens we're gonna keep on doing it we're gonna keep going week by week and next up guys is falcon winter soldier so we'll start prepping for that doing some more mcu rewatches speaking of that let's just move on to our coming up i think we did a good job that was pretty good. Pretty good break open. I like the theories. I like the thoughts. I love the enthusiasm because it's addicting, especially like, I mean, I feel like we're so lucky we keep saying thank you to Marvel, but it's so true that for people- We can that,
3: talk about this for hours. Like,
0: people that love it, like, for us, people that really love it, like, we are just getting to sit around and talk about it, and there's so much, so much that we're going to be talking about a lot more coming up on the show. We already talked about mostly superheroes. The music show, that's our music spinoff exclusively on Spotify, built with Anchor. We just revisited, I think it's like five or six MCU films and my favorite songs from those films. Stuff like Thor, Captain America. Speaking of Captain America, we are going to do the Captain America First Avenger rewatch. That's the next one. We'll do that next week. More WandaVision reviews. We also are going to get on the calendar. I promise it's going to happen. The Jurassic Park live watch party. You're going to watch it on your end. We're going to be live in here, probably in the studio. Hopefully, if not, I have figured out how to do live shows from Zoom with that pro account. (laughs) Another expense for the show. A nice Zoom pro account so we can do live streams with the crew. And, uh, of course, we are doing, in March, to go along with March Madness, Mostly Madness. That's hashtag Mostly Madness, a movie tournament. This is going to be your favorite movies battling their way to the top from all types of genres. And PC Mike and the Giggle, we're gonna get together and plan this thing out. But guess what? You can start submitting movies now. You can write us at our website. You can use the hashtag Mostly Madness. Comment on our Instagram. We're tracking everything coming in. This is your time to be like, who, what are your top ten favorite movies? Because we're gonna build out these things. I almost think the categories are gonna come from the like the entries. Like what type, what are people sending in? Because I want it to be broad. I want it to be a true battle. Kind of like if you end up with like a Batman versus Superman versus like. Tenet. like i want that to be like okay like you know who knows where it will end up i wanted to ask emron has jock and nerd ever done something like this in your six years
3: uh you know what? it sounds like a fun idea i do love tournaments we have not done it mostly because i'm too busy slash lazy <laughs> whatever one you want it's a lot of work how many are you gonna have a 60 a multiple 64 brackets how are you guys doing this
0: Look at pc mike he's our bracket guy
3: oh bro you got a bracket guy see that helps already they have a 32? bracket
0: that I use the internet but, <laughs> uh, no i don't
1: know if it, i don't even know if it'll be 64 uh-huh. we're, we want to do like twitter votes
0: yeah like okay? we we, we want to run a lot of it poll based maybe do like 32 16 maybe i don't know Something manageable like um definitely like a pre tournament's going to be involved you know and i think
1: i think 32 is the sweet spot with 8 in each bracket and that's easy to go through and kind of get through <laughs> that, that way. sounds like fun
0: yeah, we'll definitely. You know, Imran, you guys will have to send us your picks. Like, uh, we'll, we'll give we'll give you some more guidance. Watch our website for updates on this, and our social media. We will keep you uh, apprised of how it'll work, when the tweets go out, when we will do the polls, and but use that hashtag Mostly Madness, and we will get you going with the movie tournament. Got something new every day. The schedules at MostlySuperHeroes.com. Let's go around the table and uh, let's start with PC Mike. Any final thoughts Did you have fun today and give us that optimism you always leave us with, of course.
1: And it was nice to get some different viewpoints in here, talking with you two idiots all the time. It's nice to hear somebody (laughs) else bring in some flavor and some different stuff. So it was a fun episode. I like seeing other points of view. And I mean, we got a lot more stuff talking about and hopefully this isn't a one-off thing and we get to see you
0: more. Giggler did you have a good time today? Oh yeah,
2: first first day in the new studio here. Um, I'm gonna gonna decorate a little bit. Look, maybe someday look as cool as Logan's. We'll see what uh, what my wife thinks about that. But we'll see what I can get away with. Um, But yeah, I'm yeah, like like Mike said, it was nice to have have an extra extra set of eyes, ears, and and an extra voice on 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 the podcast today to uh, talk all this bullshit with us. And (laughs) definitely, I like I like your shirt, Imran. I think Logan needs to uh, work on. Work on some for us so we can rep. will, if if I had a mostly superhero shirt, I would probably be wearing it just about every day.
0: Well, uh now you've convinced me we're gonna do it. Watch for swag coming from the show. <laughs> I Imran, I actually bought one. I bought one just a couple of days oh, ago. Oh, get
3: out, thank you. I was uh, well,
0: well, it's for me, man. I'm gonna be nerding out wearing that thing. Yeah. You guys you got the new I logo? Even, I don't
3: even have the new logo yet. But T public makes it really easy, no overhead, to set up a shop and and one design. And it goes, you could buy a T-shirt to a sticker to a tumbler, or whatever. One design, it's all there. It's, it's very nice.
0: Well, I know you guys have great stuff, so I'm definitely going to be checking them out. Uh, you, this is opportune marketing for them because I'm a guy in need. So, um, Imran, thank you so much for coming on, man. This was so much fun to have uh, somebody I've been listening to for years on my own podcast to hear your voice and see you today. I appreciate you being on video. You guys do audio over there at Jock and Nerd. Did you have a good time today? Would you come back and definitely plug the hell out of your show?
3: dude i had a great time you guys have a great passion and clearly we talk about the same things thank you for the nice comments about you know nice to hear somebody else's opinion because that's not what my co-hosts tell me every week <laughs> so it's nice to hear that once in a while instead of shut up imran so anyways uh, i definitely come back because you guys near and dear to my heart everything you guys are talking about uh, i love it and uh check out jock comes out every week coming out every wednesday if you like the show we talk. we uh we you know we have uh anthony and Rugboy are into godzilla they're like godzilla experts and we all have our own kind of speciality so a lot of fun stuff there and then the other show i mentioned dance of it's called dance of joy a perfect strangers rewatch podcast if you want to learn more about sitcoms after i don't know watching i don't know why anybody listens to that one but they do it's just that's just for fun for me and my sister to to, uh talk about old perfect strangers show and be like why did he do that that's weird
0: no you know what your your show that show exactly is kind of my whole philosophy and belief on podcasts and why they're so good is that you get somebody doing just a very niche thing that they really love they know a lot about they can talk about and then there are people out there that this are like I, I okay? You could be they talking about you. You. you could be talking about woodworking, and if you know yeah, a lot about yeah. it and you're passionate about it, I'll yeah. probably watch, so, yeah, or listen to you.
3: Then sometimes the nichier is the better because that audience will find you, and I'm finding that out. It's wild. So I I did started that second one to do something completely different. You know, Jock Nerd is uh we swear where it's all well, it's long, it's all over the place. This one, the dance of joy, we're trying to keep it shorter. We're trying to keep it clean, a little bit family-friendly, and uh, I just wanted to see what would happen if I just you know, pivoted with a different show. It's been a lot of fun, though.
0: Well, I have no doubt that it's a good time and a lot of fun, uh, just like the Jock and Nerd podcast is. Get over and check out their show, guys, uh, and give it a listen. Give them a subscribe. We'll definitely have you back. Tell Rugboy and Anthony, they're up next.
3: They're next. I will definitely. I'll, put them, I'll send them a thing. Well, Rugboy will be. Rugboy will come on. You think we'll so? Put yeah, yeah. I'm gonna make him do it. Well, we can figure it out too, because I know you may you may be the first show he's ever Guested on. Because he does. I, we do not lend him out to any Oh, I,
0: they, <laughs> I don't. I appreciate it. Then I feel honored. It's gonna be
3: great. I want to hear him on another show where I'm not there. Like <laughs> I can't wait to hear that.
0: I just can't it, wait till I'm proud enough to have PC Mike and the Giggler on other shows too, and doing their. Yeah, you guys.
3: Are, <laughs> I mean, you guys are welcome all the time, anytime, of course. <laughs> You, you had a great time so i did uh, I, crossover is great and you, you gotta support independent podcasts we gotta support each other yeah
0: the idea of a crossover episode sounds like super fun to me where like it's like we get all like it's, you know you get six of us and we have like a big topic or something that we're just doing roundtable discussion type stuff yeah, yeah. That, that sounds kind of fun it That's might not be
3: bad you can put in both feeds uh we've done that in the past where we'll record our show and then we'll turn around and record the guest show and like now you come out come away the night you got two shows
0: count us in yeah Well, fans, hope you had a good time today. All about the MCU here lately, but we're going to keep you apprised of what happens with DC, HBO Max. The Steiner cut is still coming. We're going to keep talking about it. I think it's the next thing uh, docked up, and we'll keep you posted on what we're watching. Be sure to subscribe and give us a like. We appreciate you so much. Again, without you guys, there is no show, and you can find all the great stuff. You guys, thanks so much. Appreciate your time today. The fellas, Imran, the Giggler, PC Mike, and we'll see you next time on Mostly Superheroes. Take it easy.